ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting episode of your show. That's right, the Kickout Crew. I am James Elcori, and I want to welcome you to another exciting and fun-filled episode. As they say, I want to give uh, Josh Chernoff his props. Uh, excellent episode last week. Really enjoyed talking to him, and I think he enjoyed talking to us uh, for sure. That being said, we got a uh, got a little something for the people today, if you know what I'm saying. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, kick it to Brad. So Brad. What's on the agenda for today? As you can see, we have another special guest with us today. We have MLW superstar, member of the Bomae Fight Club, and Levittown Zone. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mr. Thomas. Mr. Thomas, thank you so much for being here. Oh, thanks for having me. I do yeah. not want to be associated with Levittown, Pennsylvania. Um, I would like to keep that as far in the rear view as possible. Well, I've graduated from life and uh, no more hometown sadness for me. I've moved on from that trauma. Thank you. But thanks for reeling me back in today. <laughs> I think I have that same cup from the same place. Right. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, thanks so much for being here. We're really <laughs> excited to have you here. So, uh, Devin, I believe you were going to get us started with some questions, right? Oh, oh absolutely. Hot soup. So, this is a question I like to ask most of our guests that come on. What got you into this crazy world of wrestling? Oh, man, that's all I know. My oldest memories are wrestling, man. It was either, like, the only things I was obsessed with, this little uh, peek behind the curtain, was, like, wrestling and, like, Batman. Like, Ninja Turtles, number three, loosely. I know a lot of you guys are big comic book fellas, but I didn't really come from the comic books and the, hard to, the hardcore cartoons. I just love seeing big jacked-up dudes, man-meat on man-meat, beating each other up real or fake however it went down um in the ring but you know it helped that like my my dad and my grandfather both like loved wrestling and my grandmother is like your typical like wrestler granny um so that it helped that everybody else around me actually liked wrestling too so so how did you uh actually get into the business then like how'd you start Ooh. training and then it was crazy once i figured out i was actually tall and i wasn't just an average size human I figured I'd utilize that to actually become a professional wrestler. But like, I don't know what other people want to be when they're like an actual child, but you know, that I don't know who really wants to be like a fireman, cop, astronaut, but like professional wrestlers seem really way off, like in the realm of like things you can do as a tiny human. And uh, I just so happened to be six foot five and figured out where the gym was. But um, it was mentioned that I grew up in Levittown um shortly there i was a i wasn't a tape guy i was right not gonna let anyone know exactly how old i am so i'm just after the tape trading but slightly before the internet in that you know all i really had was a uh like an rf video kiosk in the mall not too far from my hometown where i just bought like dudley boys like collages those tapes <laughs> but um once roh came around they opened up the dojo the next town over 10 minutes from me. And then like up to that point, it was just, no one knew what, like you didn't know what a wrestling school was. It was either you went to Bret Hart's house or like someone taught you how to wrestle out back, but you know, they happened to have an actual wrestling school around the corner. And my parents were super supportive, um, split the cost with me. And uh, I just showed up one day and just didn't quit like everybody else. So I had a bunch of um, Levittown questions here. We'll just oh, skip through geez. that. Uh, oh, we can hit them. I'm, I'm cool with it. That's all right. I already said where you went to high. So did you play football? Did you wrestle in high school? What did you do? I did nothing. I did none of that. I played football up to a certain point, and then I hated it. I was very skinny. I wasn't as jacked up as I am now. But I was a baseball kid. 
Um, I played baseball majority of the time. I just never got on the amateur wrestling mat. It's like the only thing that I regret. Um, you know, first time you get a double leg by one of those Drew Gulak types, you learn real quick. So, regrets. so all right. So are you um, favorite cheesesteak place in Philadelphia? Go. Ooh, uh, number one, definitely Angelo's. Um, Angelo's is by far number one. I will say number two is a smaller place on uh, like second market. It's called Oh Brother. Um, I prefer them because it's like a normal place where you can actually order through like Uber Eats, Grubhub and get it delivered to the house, things of that nature or the hotel when we're back in town. But um, it's a little easier to get than Angelo's. So that's my, my number one and number two. The rest are interchangeable. It's all steak and grease, but I have like <laughs> six of them when I come back home. So um, when I was looking up, looking up a match, I wasn't sure what, what we were going to do. Uh, you're in a lot of tags. You prefer tags to singles? Oh, yeah, man. I'm not trying to be out there for 20 minutes by myself. What do I look like? I'm here for the for the biz, man. I take the easy way. No, I kind of just lucked into that. Um, my first half of my my career, my, my comic book era, as I say, out in the Shakara world, um, I was teamed up with, with someone else, and we did everything was tag team and trios matches, and it just – kind of the way I, I fell in that groove, but uh, I'm on my own sometimes now, but not as much as I'd like to be. So it just kind of fell in the place and, you know, take the spot you can get, so to speak. So how would you describe your role in MLW? Currently? Mm -hmm. Oh my God. I'm like the, just the tallest job guy. No. Um, <laughs> Ass kicker number three, probably. I don't. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, I'm a muscle for hire. You could say I'm more of a, um, a performer behind the performer, you could say, but I don't know if you want to call me a manager, but definitely a bodyguard role. And every once in a while I lace up the boots and, uh, you know, try to go out there and beat somebody up, but that damn hammerstone got over on me last time around, but can't win them all. So yeah. I wanted to ask you about that. How did you like working with him? He's big. He's a big guy. I liked him <laughs> until we had to fight each other. Um, uh, no, he ever beaten. <laughs> You said it, not me. Um, he was a little hurt, so the, the match didn't go for uh, the way we wanted it, um, a little shorter than possible. I think he had gotten hurt a couple nights before in New York, but um, Hammerstone, there's a reason why he's the champ. He's a good dude, a lot to learn from, jacked. No one's no one's bigger than Hammer, brother. Um, I'm taller, but bro, he's got me beat. Um, but yeah, for just and he was just did a bodybuilding show and got first place like six weeks ago. How is this even possible? why he's the champ what do you got guys <laughs> go ahead so is there any other of the mlw superstars that you like working with obviously hammerstone you just touched on and obviously you like working with alex kane yeah well you know i am the enforcer of the uh the mind behind the Bombay fight club I, I so speak but uh we like alex kane he's everything we thought he was going to be since day one um love being paired up with him he's a big dude i truly think hammerstone's days are numbered after july 8th in philadelphia never say never never say never you might get another black world champion court bauer if you're listening just root <laughs> for it but um no we love hammerstone uh i love alex kane i'm a huge microman guy like microman's my road dog um i have an apartment in mexico so i speak like this much spanish um just Ooh, enough to like <laughs> just enough <laughs> chico but like I, I know enough to ask him, like, he is like, are you all right? Everything cool? You ready? Let's go. Get in the car. He usually tags along because I usually, like I said, I usually have my own rental car because uh, I don't like taking Ubers. So your boy always has his own whip. 
So I'm going to be at that. I'm going to be at that match, uh, July 8th. You know, I don't live too far away. I asked uh, Alex about saving me a parking space. I, I know it's not in the car. You got to get there early, man. You got to get I there early. I can't get there early. You're like real early. Like, Listen, here's the trick. If you just go park over at the Ikea and just like Uber around the corner, if you're not worried about parking, it's probably safer over there anyway. Just saying. Yeah, you mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> it's not hard. See, I told you I'm the brains of the Mumbai Fight Club. Well, how do you like that arena? How do you like the EC, old ECW arena, 2300 arena? Oh, what an evolution. Talk about, like, started from the bottom, now we're here. I, back in the day, like, long story short, my dad worked at night, but like, he worked nights, so he wasn't around in the aspect of, like, being able to, like, take me to wrestling shows, so I had to drag my mother, who would either drop me off, or when it was at the ECW arena, she would not let me go by myself, so she would come to these wrestling shows with me, um when that was just a shithole rundown building i'm not sure how much we can curse here but all you want that is that building's a fucking dump um <laughs> the worst of the worst and then roger roger who i believe like he worked there and then somehow like acquired ownership you know philadelphia shady i don't know but he just keeps putting money and money back into this building and it's turned out to be um a relatively nice building like we wwe's done shows there it looked like a million dollars on the wwe network when they did the evolve show and uh the way it is now compared to when we used to train there back in the day like in the shikar like in the back room it was disgusting that place was gross it was just an old foreman mills but it's come up now it's a good place now so that's the second time you touched on that promotion how did you enjoy your time in shikara i love shikara it's the weirdest shit in the world in hindsight like it's just one of those things where you just you don't appreciate it till it's gone but um if you look at the wrestlers that have come out of there it's like if you turn your television on wednesday nights like that's a, a hell of a roster uh orange like orange cassidy who else eddie kingston just to name a few just those two alone but to be able to work with all those dudes day in and day out was amazing i learned a lot i learned a ton my best matches have come out of there so um and it's hard to find that style too, because everyone was very well trained. I know Quack gets a lot of shit, but he deserves a lot of credit. Um, he How underrated him. is he? How underrated is Mike Quackenbush? He's the greatest wrestler of all time. Exactly. No it, though. Like, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Like, um, he's great. He's great. He's great. He's a great teacher. Uh, I was lucky enough to train under him after I had after the I had switched from ROH to Shikara and. I learned a lot and he did give me an opportunity in a big break. So I like forever indebted to that, but. Who, who was your favorite wrestler as a kid? Oh, Mr. Perfect. Hands down. No number two. I don't know why. Um, he was the fucking man. The <laughs> vignettes brother. It was the vignettes got me yeah. hooked in and uh, you know, the fucking bright singlet perfect plex. Nobody can say that shit, but it was always, I like the bad guys. I still do to this day. I don't know why. It's just either you cheer for the good, but we all liked Hogan. And then I think my heart was broke when my mom told me that Hogan wasn't black. Spoiler alert. Because <laughs> <laughs> for you, I was like, well, how come I don't have like, long blonde hair? Because like, you know, six-year-old me is like same skin color. Like me, Randy Savage, Hogan, us black dudes. You know what right? I mean? <laughs> And, you know, my, I just vividly remember my mom pulling me aside. Like, he just lives at the beach. He's tan. He's not the same skin color. His, his name is Terry. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't, so I didn't understand why I didn't have blonde hair and a mustache. But uh, listen, brother, Hogan was up there. But 
the typical same. heels. I was a typical, but Perfect was my favorite of all time. So, did you try to model your work after? Uh, yeah, Walter, my second favorite wrestler. Yes, <laughs> that's a. I always thought that you had to work hard and try and run around and keep up with these little bastards. Um, until I met Walter and he just told me to stand in the middle of the ring and just swing when they come towards you. Um, and it's really added an extra three years onto my career at this point. Cause I should have been hung these boots up a while ago. But how did you get the name blaster McMassive? Um, it was, it was a combination of given to me, but Bobby Lashley was called, um, Blaster something. Blaster Lashley, maybe, in OVW. That sounds familiar. Uh, it had stood out a little bit. And then when we were coming up with the Devastation Corporation, the, the names that were being thrown around, everything just, it just didn't make sense. And I threw out the name Blaster and yada, yada, yada. I eventually got an email that said, you know, Blaster McMassive. I was actually upset. I wanted the name Max Smashmaster. I was upset that he had oh. a cooler name. But yeah. in hindsight, Blaster makes a little more sense. And I... I still love it to this day. So Blaster McMassive, with that, you normally painting your face. Do you kind of miss that? Uh, Yeah, I do. But here's a little plug for you. Rad Pro Wrestling. I don't know the dates because I don't have it in front of me right now. DevCorp has been coming back. Everyone should check this out, especially anyone who's a big fan of Shakara. If I can keep wasting time verbally here, it'll let you know that the (laughs) next show is Saturday, June 24th. In Amsbury, Massachusetts, at the Bear Wolf Brewery, I think it's an outdoor show. Um, Max Master, Max Smash Master, even I can get tongue tied every once in a while. Um, he runs the New England Pro Wrestling Academy. Uh, most people know that. So this is one of the shows that he runs for his students, and it's a little, it's kind of a callback to the wrestling is fun Shakara days, where everyone has a little character. Uh, two of these characters just happen to be the Devastation Corporation. This, uh, this little company may or may not exist in the year 1996, depending on how you view your alternate universes. Um, so that was, again, Island of Illusion put on by Rad Pro Wrestling in conjunction with the New England Pro Wrestling Academy Saturday, June 24th. Get your Sharkara reunion. More to come at the end and when I actually have my list of plugs in front of there me. There it is. So um, back in 2015, you actually made the PWI 500. Do, yeah, do you take I a lot into that? Fill the shit out. You just type your shit in. It don't mean nothing, man. <laughs> okay, that's why I was going. I was going to ask your opinion fake. about it. Listen, if it was real, I'd be number one in the fucking world champion. All right. So, just because some Johnny come lately typed this bullshit in and he fake wrestled his other friend in his underwear in Tennessee for 66 minutes, you know, all of a sudden he's won. He's ranked 128th in the world. Give me a fucking break. But man, I didn't no, see that comment. What number guys. was I that year? Number like 389, right? Uh, 450 something, year. I believe, was what it said. Bullshit. I was undefeated. <laughs> 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 we were undefeated. Uh, We've had some guests on who've uh, you know mentioned their rankings, so that's funny that you're like, Oh, Jesus Christ, it was probably Alex Kane. Uh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Uh, <laughs> I don't even have to play that one back. Uh, he would know it, that stuff like that doesn't matter to me. Cause like I said, if it was, I personally feel like if it was real, me and Haku would be co-champions. That's it. Yeah. Fair point. I'll die on that sword. 
You're a big dude. Have you ever done any MMA or UFC oh, or anything man, like I'm that? I'm get punched in the face for real. <laughs> Shit is garbage. Shit is the worst. I mean, no, I do like UFC, obviously. Um, the old <laughs> West Coast videos days where, you know, the wrestling section was there. And then one day these other dudes were fighting for real. Um, so, yeah, once I had that hot box and we were watching all those early UFCs, that was a game changer. But I, I, could, I definitely can't do any of that because, again, no amateur background. My cardio is trash. I, like, like I said, I got taken down one time in a wrestling ring for real on accident. And it was a, it was an eye opener of how these damn wrestlers have so much power over you, unfortunately, but why who's watching UFC? What's coming up next? Is there any stars? Where's John Jones? I have no I've idea. Watching watching is anyone here? Too busy watching wrestling. Real? No, I, I mean, I pay attention, attention but I don't watch them, but it's Bones <laughs> Jones, man, he's running the game right now. I like Bones Jones, but no, I can't do that UFC shit, man. I wouldn't even do karate. I try to stay. All I do is go to the gym and just try not to get hurt outside of the wrestling ring. Um, I got dates, man. I got to fill these dates. Court would have a seizure if I fell off my jet ski or something crazy. Oh, nice. So can you, can you tell us about your relationship with Club Cam and your um, or tell us about Club Cam and your relationship with Richard Holiday? I'm a pretty big fan of his. I like the dynasty as well. Oh, Club Cam, what a time to be alive. Uh, was, it, was this early uncharted territories or me taking off half days of work to go to Massachusetts <laughs> in my actual work clothes. There's a, there's a great picture of club cam and I have like a pink polo tucked into these dress pants, which is me just literally coming from the office and like, <laughs> Hey, this is how I dress now. Um, but no club cam was great. Just, you know, thrown together, but what such talent Carmelo's the NXT champion right now. Richard holiday is, you know, probably the best wrestler out of all those people who knows where cams at. Um, I feel like someone else was missing in there, but maybe Trent Beretta. What a time to be alive. What a right. Thursday in fucking Massachusetts in front of 88 people. Um, <laughs> unreal. But no, that was a good time though. And I love Richard Holiday. Richard Holiday is one of my favorite, favorite people. Him and I share a love for coffee. So um, my early on run, uh, us together, anytime I traveled, I would mostly travel with Richard. When, once we got to the city and then we would venture out, we would go get coffee and bullshit. And I would just, you know, convince him to turn on Hammerstone. And I think he listened one day, but he left. Luckily he's back um, in remission. So all good things. I think his ML, him has, unfortunately his MLW deal is up, but I think we can all see him going on the bigger, bigger and brighter things for now. Yeah. I just want him to stay healthy because I, man, I saw him with MJF and everything like that with the an MLW. I'm like, this guy's got it too. And then I, I found out what happened. I'm like, oh, okay. So Crazy. No one, no one took that worse than me. It was the hardest. But Richard's a dude who never gave up. And we expected no other outcome. He ain't putting nobody over. Trust me. <laughs> so uh, Devin asked this question, but I'm going to go ahead and ask it anyway. He wrote this down. I, I'm not sure why he would ask something like this, but here we go. Has your birthday ever fallen on Thanksgiving? Ooh, what the fact, fuck? I was born on Thanksgiving. Who asked this? Me. I hey, what research. What? What's your birthday? I found okay. Sorry, you go. It's your birthday. My birthday's November 28th. Uh, but I was Damn, born on I'm the 26th, man. <laughs> See, so sometimes yours falls on Thanksgiving. I yeah. was lucky enough. I don't want people again. I'm trying to hide my real age here. Um oh, if any, of the, if any of the rats ask, I'm still 28. But um, I was born on Thanksgiving, and every once in a while it falls on Thanksgiving. It's a great, it's a great time for me. No lie, I think we're like two days apart in birth. Perfect. That's perfect. 
when you See? said your graduation year, I was like, oh shit. And like, you know, everything's you're coming tall, together. Now. Massive and like buff. And here I am, like, we could have been, been <laughs> like, like oh, what if we swap bodies at birth? Two different lifestyles right there, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I think Both Alex Kane would have fans. a problem if next week on MLW he turned around and James was behind it. <laughs> I mean, it'll be all right. He'll figure it out. <laughs> I mean, I'm like 6'2". You know? That's a great <laughs> question. Now. He came in the ring holding that beer. Up. What are you doing? Exactly. Like, what? 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 <laughs> I had no idea what to expect on that question. But, yeah, all Sagittarius boys. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. I'm doing hogging the time. Go ahead. I have a question about, uh, you know, the uh, getting over an aspect of that. You, obviously, you know, you begin and you have matches and shit like that. But when do you think was the time where it, you were really starting to, like, get over and connect with the people or they were, like, reacting to shit you did? Um, Way back in Shikara, it was – I was very new. This was, like, my first time in front of a, a crowd, like, post – you know, at that point I had already – I had trained fully and like only done practice matches and had like no future. So I was very nervous and quiet. And luckily I was given a character that didn't have to talk much because he had a mouthpiece. Um, my tag partner at the time was, it was, he's a, he's like a new England guy. So it was his first big break out of new England and like given in a character and a company that he like, he begged to be in this. Um, so it was like a lot of like, do what you're told. Don't ruffle any feathers for about mm, three or six months. And then once I figured out that I could fucking talk um, and just, even though I wasn't allowed to cut promos because I have a potty mouth, um, my chitter chatter and my, I remember vividly the day somebody said something and I was like, come see me out back. And my tie partner goes like, don't talk. Don't, and I go, no, fuck that. Like <laughs> I would talk if someone talked shit to me. Yeah. So it just evolved into this whole thing where it was just like, and then the confidence that came with that. So the more I was myself, I would say it took probably a good two years, a good year or two. And we were given a, a hell of push too. We were fucking ultimate warrior times fucking three. We're undefeated forever. But um, it just came as soon as I was comfortable, like being myself. And everyone always says like, oh, the character is an extension of you. As soon as I was like, oh, I'm playing the guy doing the face paint. It was like, no, this is just me with the face paint. <laughs> yeah so once i connected those dots it was it was all good from there nice and I, in shikar i will say i was lucky to be paired off i think we're gonna watch a match today with with the green ant i was lucky to be you know paired off with people like the green ant large cassidy drew gulak these types of people who knew what the fuck they were doing in the ring so uh being with those guys during training and then like being able to go out there and do stuff in the ring it was such a just, it was easy because they were so good that it just made me fucking better. Uh, Devastation Corporation help with that too. Like, uh, that was my shit. <laughs> Shake them fucking ropes. I mean, that was the best gimmick ever, man. The Dev Corp. That's my sh- Bring it back. Come <laughs> see us at Rad Pro Wrestling. It's the most fun we have. Yes. So, in all your different tag teams, is there somebody you just just feel like you had more chemistry with over anybody else or you just had yes. more fun tagging with? Smash Master has been my number one because him and I are literally, you know, just like me and you are two days apart in age. Mm-hmm. I, uh, him and I are just the same person in a different body, like everything, even like we would have such weird, weird connections where we knew what each other were thinking. And like, I could look at him and just knew what was going on. It's, it's psychotic. Um, so we had such great chemistry where like majority of the time, like we could just tell a story to each other, like with our eyes. 
like literally finishing each other's sentences. But um, very comfortable with that. But it, like I've learned to work with people that I don't like working with, um, which is all <laughs> you're always paired up with someone you just don't quite love. Uh, luckily for me, it was just, you know, a couple short amount of times, but you get used to it. I just go out there and do my own thing. I don't yeah. care. I'm, I'm out there having fun for myself and I just try not to get blown up. So I move very slow. How'd you like, um, how'd you like, what's it called? The battle riot. What do you think of that, uh, format? The, uh, what is it? The fucking no mercy rules or the N64? Well, you, can pin, you can submit, you can throw them out of the yeah, ring. And I would say uh, what, everybody cool. hit their back on the way oh, out of that reference. Ring. It's the, it's the NWO Revenge, like Battle Royal mode, right? Where you just okay. do oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I like it. it. It gets a little clunky, um, but I think I've done, what, two or three of them now at this point? It seems too, too many, but it's it's done well. It depends on when you come. I came in early last year. I was in and out, thankfully, but this year it got a little crowded. Um, I didn't even watch it back yet, so hopefully I think I was there was a point I was like stuffing Ken Broadway's money in my fucking trunks. Like, listen, you can never have an extra color. Then he comes. The funny thing was, he turns around and he's supposed to do a spot with it. And I'm like, it's all in my pants, dog. Like, <laughs> shit happens. Hey, <laughs> with inflation, man, that's a smart move, too. Hey, listen, I'm not, I'm not getting paid by the hour, so I got to roll. Exactly. This is something I've never asked anybody before, but I've been to those MLW shows. I've been to those impact shows there. Mm-hmm. And you're not just uh, recording for one night, you're recording for a lot of nights. And I went to a battle riot, I think it was 2019 or 20, I can't, 21, battle riot three, whatever that was. And it was probably from 6.30 to 11.30 at night. Is that how, how, how is that? How tough is that? Long, it's exhausting on the body. But for me as an older gent, um, I prefer just one brutal weekend. And then I, I fly back to Tampa, I get in the hot tub and I'm like, I lay in bed for two days before I do anything. Um, I don't know if I can do this shit every weekend. But uh, it's those days are long. If you don't prep, like especially if you fly in the day before or same day, like my biggest thing is when we go back to Philadelphia, since it's home for me in the burbs, um, I usually fly back a couple of days early so I can have my little routine, go see my barber, whatever the case may be, like see my parents, do all my bullshit. And I'm like, I'm comfortable and I'm not like agitated. I got shit knees. Both of my ACLs have been replaced thanks to this, you know, lovely fake wrestling that we do. Um, where you don't get hurt right so the the stress of walking through the airport and being on the concrete all day on my knees when i you know your boys walking around at 250 can be a little stressful but um and then on top of getting in the ring and actually like trying and even the days that i don't do nothing and i stand on the outside and he beats up whoever it's still it's just exhausting because you're there it's not like your normal routine you get the building at one o'clock you're cutting promos for two hours out of the first part of the day and you're trying to figure out what you're doing in three different segments, but it's all part of the biz. That's tough. I, I cause even tougher fans, I think sometimes it'd be five, six hours long. You know what I mean? It's exhausting. I mean, the, the last one, I guess the last one we did, it was whatever the situation was. I don't remember the match on that. I think, Oh, we were just on, I was on first and last, which is like only me in my world. Right. But it gave me like a, a good amount of time. Like I was out there, I was just talking to my mom for like literally an hour because I knew we had two episodes to go before <laughs> we had the riot. So I was just chatting with my mom on like, you know, the drama about the drywall in the fucking garage. <laughs> you know what I mean? While, you know, everyone else is having a great time down in beers. Like, oh, you want a drink? And I'm like, ah, I got to go back to work real quick. But yeah, at the end of the day, you throw up a couple tequilas and rip the weed pen and we're all back to business. Fly home the next day. 
So I think we're going to get this match started, right, uh, Adam? Yeah, I was curious. I got one more question. Perfect. <laughs> is is there somebody that you kind of go to in the back? Like if you want advice on a match or if you want somebody to kind of look over your match, is there somebody in particular you kind of go to and say, well, hey, what do you think about this? Or what do you, is there something I could do better? Is there that one particular guy you love to go to? Yeah, I, prior to my last match in the last tape, and I would say it was Alex Hammerstone, just because in a fictitious world, it's mostly me, Alex Kane, and Hammerstone in this one specific corner of the building where we can see the TV and there's, we have our bathroom. It's very intimate. Um, and he's definitely one person I'd always go to, and he watches everything, which probably why he's the champ. He doesn't miss shit. So most of the time, um, my feedback that came from him was unsolicited. He would kind of pull me aside and say, hey, hey listen, like this, this, and this. Just try to work on this, this, and this. Um, more recently, since me and Hammerstone don't see eye to eye, because he's a big jacked up dickhead, um, <laughs> we, uh, I've been leaning more on, <laughs> I've been leaning more on Delirious um, since he's been brought on uh, as not only a performer, but a producer. Uh, he was my original trainer. I'm sure someone found this out in the midst of doing the research. Um, since I'm from Levittown and trained at the ROH Dojo, Delirious was my original trainer before I went over to Shikara. Um, so him and I, he's known me since day one, since day one of walking in that school. So he's someone I can still go back to and say like, did that suck as much as I think it did? Or, or are we on the right track here? But. <laughs> are you well, hey. critical about oh. your matches? Are you, are you the hardest person on your matches? Oh, I don't give a fuck. That's a, I've never, <laughs> I don't give a shit. Like what, what the fuck? Like it's, it's MLW fix it in post, cut it out. If I, you know what I mean? But um i i don't if we were wrestling live i mean i know we're doing a live show on july 8th on pay-per-view live on fight come watch Boom. me assist alex kane to win the world title the, at the next mlw show again for the alex people Cone. for the people boomay for the people um mm -hmm. but yeah the i lost my train of thought what the fuck were we talking about there? Uh, it don't matter don't even <laughs> Critical on your no, I like Delirious. That's my dude. I don't give a shit. Whatever happens out there, I know I'm better than half the motherfuckers that want to be there anyway. So I do my job and I fucking I know I'm good at and I stick to what I know. There you go. Nice. Well, while Adam pulls that matchup, we have a I live fan question. I'm a professional. A live fan question uh from James. James here, Melbourne, Florida. Hi, nice to meet you. Love to see hey, you. Uh, long time. <laughs> uh you know sports fan here is there any sports team that you like by chance oh uh oh the eagles whoa what's going on here oh listen my screen just went crazy i don't know i got sidetracked oh, you're good. Uh, yeah <laughs> adam pulled it up when i held up uh, america's team's helmet which was very convenient adam appreciate i that. am uh, i am <laughs> Despite my location, I do not like the Eagles. I am very much a Cowboys guy. I don't like to wave that flag around very often, but only because you have paraphernalia in the background. Um, right now, I'm on. I'm big on the on the Phillies, so I'm all in on these Phillies. I watch a ton of baseball. Too much baseball. I was at the Rays game last night just because I love baseball that much. Um, so yeah, I'm real hyped on the Phillies. The Cowboys will definitely disappoint me come, you know, the regular season and the playoffs, but it's just, it's what I'm accustomed to at this point. Yeah. We live good until January for sure. It hurts. <laughs> it hurts. Yeah. That was James from Melbourne, Florida. So. <laughs> I'd love to see it. All right. I heard, ready someone, I heard someone ask today if the Cowboys are regretting Dak Prescott's contract. I'm trying not to think about it. I heard something like dump Dak. Well, whatever. Whatever. That's all. 
There's a lot of repercussions to a decision like that. But what what match did you say? Oh, a match. Well, glad you asked, Brad. It is Blaster McMassive versus Silver Ant. It took place at Shikara, Sword of Destiny, on June 13th, 2015. It emanated from Logan Square Auditorium in Chicago, Illinois. It had a match length of roughly 10 minutes. Boom. I get to do my own commentary on this? Oh, my God. This is the greatest day of my life. How did we get there? Before we hit play. Before we hit play. (laughs) There's a lot going on in this picture. (laughs) I am am the pinnacle of indie wrestling because I'm coming out of a fucking door. (laughs) Biggest pet peeve of my life. The Logan Square Auditorium is a great <laughs> venue known for professional wrestling. Where give me a fucking curtain to come out of for fuck's sake. Oh, <laughs> uh, the only thing worse is the high school door where the door opens and he's on the basketball court. It's but I'm the champion of something here, the fucking neighborhood. But I'm coming out of the door of the stairway. I was hoping people had to run down the stairs and out the door. I thought that would have been classic. The I mean, you can tell you the didn't. locker room was upstairs. Those whole buildings on the second floor, and the locker rooms above. It's a whole shit show, man. Oh, but it's a, nice. it's a great venue, very intimate. And this motherfucker was sold out, so you better believe it too. Oh, you know, yeah. you're an independent place. When did they get past blue ribbon on the floor? Wait, hey, wait, wait! Now, come on now. Yeah, come on yeah. now. Is right. Listen, anyway. Man. I mean, it's a blue ribbon beer, Adam. Come on, man. Did you do your own makeup? This dude's, uh, where are we? We're in Chicago. This was a weekend that, like, I don't know why I was doing a singles match, number one, but I think if you can tell by the simplicity of this makeup, uh, I had to do this myself or I had one of the girls do it for me because my, my tag partner always painted my shit because I can barely write my name. <laughs> it goes all the way to the top of your head, too. So did you just look down at the mirror or? Yeah, just double it up. Just, it was always like one side. I tried to make it look like Mike Awesome when I did the little one, and the other one was just like a weird diamond. I don't know. It had no rhyme or fucking reason. It made no sense. <laughs> what was your favorite version of Mike Awesome? Um, the one where he didn't kill himself. <laughs> oh, God. That's a good one. What, too soon? I will say that on commentary, they do mention that this is like, yeah, I think your second singles match, or I mean, you know, I don't know. Well, yeah, but to answer yeah. that question, to answer that question, my favorite version of Mike Awesome, uh, I to look at on like pictures of is when he has his face painted because that, that's like he looks so fucking badass. Um, but like and like ECW Mike Awesome world champion, name a cooler fucking dude. I didn't even care that he had a mullet. This dude, six seven, six seven, three hundred carrying a grown Japanese man on his shoulders, walking up the top rope backwards from the bottom. Like, bro, if there's any one dude that I want to be, like, it was Mike Awesome, but I just don't understand how he had, like, crazy balance and more jacked, tall, and shredded than I'll ever be in the history of my life. I was a big fan of the fat chick thriller. That's on the very on brand with you, I can tell. And we just met. <laughs> still to this day, Adam I'm is still Alabama. a fan. <laughs> roll, tide, roll. All right. But hey, look, I'm one half of the tag team champs. Why was I only ranked number 420 out of 500 people? Right. Unbelievable. You didn't get your papers in in time. Yeah, I didn't fill out the form. <laughs> 
We're going to have to do one. Yeah, let's play. This guy fucking jacked out of his mind. I like how you walk past this one dude and slap him. Cracks me up right there. Bam. Uh, dude, I like that guy. <laughs> I thought you, you ball-shotted him. That was great. There's some babe in the front row here, I think, if I'm not mistaken. What's with the quality of this video? Yeah, uh, man. Is this because we're yeah, on dude. Zoom? Oh, yeah, this girl right here. I ended up getting that girl's number in the middle. Haley, she would fucking... She was a rat, though. She was Roddy's rat. Mm. <laughs> nice. I, miss I got nothing to hide here, man. So, all right, so which town has the best rats? Oh, Chicago, hands down. Shake them fucking ropes, Dave Batista. What's up? There's that one, that? Lonely, uh, the one lonely one lonely fucking shake them. Rick, can we get a rewind on that, please? <laughs> Let's go back like 10 seconds. But to give the people what they want. I didn't even right? see this coming. Look at that. Shoot them fucking tyrants. Shake them fucking ropes. One, <laughs> one streamer, streamer. Brother. Love to see it. That's Brass a first kick out crew history. <laughs> a rewind. Gavin Loudspeaker, the greatest announcer of all time. Bryce still holding on to the little male pattern baldness that he had. Look at him. Oh, he's oh, yeah. Gene. Oh, that's Bryce. Awesome. That is Bryce. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone comes from somewhere. Bryce is a very good ref. Yeah, I'm a fan. Here we go. Uh, he got the door. What's behind door number three? There he is, the man. Is he silver? Silver. Hey, James, you know who the announcers are today? Man, I'm glad you asked, Brad. It is uh, Juan Francisco de Coronado and Mike Quackenbush. Who would have thought? Fucking Lehigh Valley's all-star team right there. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I thought Quackenbush did an amazing job on commentary here. He's good, man. He knows his shit. He was right in the – he had the book, brother. He knew what was coming. He had to get his (laughs) – you had to get his boys over. Look at that place sold out. 450 people. Some would say they're hanging from the rafters. Hanging from that low stage over there. <laughs> Look, why couldn't one of those curtains be in front of the damn door? You see what I'm <laughs> They put about six of them right there. Couldn't put one right by the door. Look at this guy. Shit talking. I ain't taking this belt off. I should have watched this first, but this is a good trip down memory lane. I didn't kiss the yeah. belt away like Brett. So you obviously have a lot of size on this guy. He's a fighter, though. Don't let him sleep on you. He's a fighter. So, so how do you like working with someone smaller like that, though? Love it. It's my favorite thing in the world. And this motherfucker liked to fight. And you can tell this is the closest thing to a real fight Damn. I've ever been in. There is no pulling punches here. I've, I'm still sore because of this. I read a couple of internet reviews on this. and No <laughs> lie. They were like, yeah, they beat the shit out of each other. Like, every one of them said, like, they were laying them in, beating the shit out of each other. I don't have enough talent to do anything else. I can only go out there and fight. I know I stay in my lane. He's he's the best wrestler ever. I don't understand why he's not signed current day, but if we know the true identity of the Silver Ant and you go down that rabbit hole, he pops up every once in a while. Um, it's not before I go down soul, is it? I can't. <laughs> I'm not going to blatantly say it. I'm trying not to blatantly say it. Okay. <laughs> He is not Fuego del Sol, but he is a former Ring of Honor tag team champion and television champion. There you go, Devin. Of course you knew it wasn't Fuego del Sol, Devin. (laughs) Devin knows everybody about everybody. Hey, what do you think about going into the crowd like this? Uh, How do do you feel about Get riled up. These nerds aren't going to fucking do nothing. (laughs) 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 They're getting their money's worth, too. I'm never in danger. Lay it in there, brother. 
But if you see, I caught that dive like a professional. If some of these damn kids would stop jumping out of the way of people trying to fucking dive on them and catch your fucking opponent so they don't break their goddamn neck. You think, you think basin is a foreign thing now? Yeah, well, not everyone's born big, so. When did Shakara end? Was it right around now or was it a few years later? Um, I think maybe like 17, 18. Yeah. Maybe the pandemic got it. It did a couple weird years where they were just kind of stationed out of Northeast. And luckily I was past that. I love this move. I love that. The nice. Irish rip reversal into the fucking leg lock. What a guy. What a wrestler. It's very guess. smooth. Andy released it before Bryce got the five count in. So. He knew I wasn't going to tap. It's going to take more than that, bitch. Woo. Right there, you're just double tough, huh? That's just how you did that. Like, I wasn't, no real sure, where, I wasn't sure where we were going. I think this is just one of those days where it's like, I'll see you out there, brother. But when <laughs> you catch him, you just double tough as shit. That's just pretty much the secret. Just well, be I didn't, tough. Yeah, well, I didn't want to fucking dump him on his head. I'm a professional. Yeah, yeah. God, I hated chop so bad. Oh no, God no. Well, how hard is it to catch someone out of midair like that before? It's not very. That's why I don't understand why these people are dying. Right here. <laughs> it was hard for me because I was only 100 feet arms up. <laughs> Jesus. This taunting a little kid. We don't get away with that no more. It would have been child abuse. I tried to kill this little kid. Only eight years ago in a different world. No, this, is a, this kid's probably a grown-ass man right now. MJF threw a drink on a child. Listen, yeah. if I would have done that shit, I would have been fucking canceled. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> this is me not trying to kill us. Let's just do suplex Woo! on the floor. Let's just do suplex on the floor. Why don't we? Yeah, that is there is no uh there is no padding out there. Yeah. I, want, I wanted him to suplex me on the steps, but he wouldn't he wouldn't do it. Concrete always wins. Look at this guy, Shakar at its finest. <laughs> hey man, we're all a little nerdy. Yeah, I know. You're with four of them right now. I'm just you're me too. You're not the biggest one, just the tallest one at all. Yeah. (laughs) No (laughs) doubt. You did say four though, so I guess that excluded me. Thanks, Brad. I appreciate (laughs) it. I was wondering who was gonna catch that he didn't say five. (laughs) I was going Mr. Thomas there, but (laughs) (laughs) you would be the sixth, Brad. You got Mike. I forgot Mike. I, I Mike's not on my screen right now. Then <laughs> <laughs> you gotta come back to Thanks, the he's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so is this the only time that you and Silver Ant have went one on one? No, we did a one in uh New Hampshire one day where I fucking did a dive out the fucking floor like a crazy person. Yeah, well, yeah. he got you in the neck right there. We've done we've done a few, we've done a few of these. It's always the go-to match. Just when you went to the outside, did he catch you? Hundred percent. He's a true professional. Yeah, Every time like, I dove, like I think the only times I dove was on yes. like Silverant was always there. Silverant or Quack, they would forever get me where I need to be. But we watched an old match back with Quack and Bush and uh, Cesaro, and uh, that was really something to see. Oh, not the IWA one from down there, right? I don't remember what it was. Does it, it end in uh, like the craziest double sunset flip powerbomb? Yes, that was yeah, the, match. the greatest match ever invented. Yeah. Oh, they, the crazy story, I'll give you a little peek behind the curtain. The crazy, they never, ever 
accomplish that move. And they tried it all the time. Like every once in a while, they would just try it and they never hit it. The first and only time they did it was in that match live in front of a crowd. Yeah, that was an amazing. Uh, I, that was my first. Um... And I just got my, key, my teeth kicked in. Yeah. Shotgun drop kick. Referee has great reactions. 100 miles an hour. He's coming off the top. And I didn't put my hands up because I ain't no bitch. Taking <laughs> like a man. <laughs> nah. Nah, every, you know, when you're from Levittown, you know you're tough. Oh, Street man, Brad. Good grief. Put his own shit over. <laughs> if, if your Thanks. name is Silver Ant, you have to be tough. Yeah. He really dominated a lot of this. I felt like we went like 60-40. No? I felt like I, I gave him some good heat, but once he had me on the outside, he whipped my ass on the outside, and we kind of went back and forth. It seemed more 50-50 in my head that I'm watching it right now, but it, it does seem like when I'm on him, I'm on him tough. Yeah, but it's just – it looks like you should win. That's fucking – that's what the story is supposed to be, brother. That's just, <laughs> that's, this is what I do, and this is what I a lot of people don't understand about wrestling. is like, oh, you know, but you didn't win. It's like, yeah, but like – it makes me look better when I don't win because I get my shit in with the other guy fucking does his little, his rinky dink. He looks like a million dollars. He does his comeback. I go, you don't home. have to go over to get over. No, no, exactly. And like I said, I tell you all the time, if, if I wanted to be champion brother, I would have hooked Hammerstone and I would have dropped him on his big fat head. No, I'm just kidding. Let me see. <laughs> but what's the fun of beating everybody? What's the fun in that? I don't know. Ask fucking Goldberg. <laughs> what I like, like, what you did here was you triggered Mike right there. <laughs> those two nonchalant pins, and then you go for a real pin, like or a real cover. You know what I mean? And well, I, was I don't young, know, um, just little things like that. I just noticed things like that. That's all. Yeah. I like Push. how you're pace, pacing the match. There we go. Mm. Come on. Uh -oh. The guy doesn't go down with one kick, takes a couple. Oh, nice move. One, oh, two. Oh, he kicked out. Fuck out of here. Is that Sammy Zayn under that mask? I wish. <laughs> I'll tell you, the, la the, last, uh, the last wrestling match I saw as a fan was the one, two, three kid versus El Generico at that Shakara show. Oh, God, I bet that was amazing. The greatest day of my life. I left immediately after that, and I started wrestling school like the next day, I think. Ooh, that was close. Yeah. Silver and pumped off the rubs. Oh. Oh, had it cut off his. Yep. Cut it off. Should have went for the pin. You probably could have won, dickhead. You're tired. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 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 Uh, I kind of thought it was over right there. Oh. Oh, yeah. I like the Rose reaction job to the camera reaction on that never. clothesline. I would never job to the crucifix. God, I hope not. That's the easiest thing to kick out of. Took his head off with a clothesline. Yeah, that ref reaction was awesome. He's like, whoa! And then, you know, the camera bobbled and shit. I love how animated Bryce Ransberg gets. He definitely does. Because it's, <laughs> it's not too over the top. He brings a lot to the match. Always. Yeah. Where the fuck's this guy going? Do you have a favorite referee? <laughs> Um, yeah, Frank, referee Frank. You know Frank from MLW? He's on Impact, too. Frank Gastineau? Yeah, I can't say his last name. Frankie G. Oh boy, Devin. Frank's my favorite ref. Um, back in the day, Bryce was always good. He was just, you know, he was always with us. Um, but yeah, we love, 
we love Frank. We love yeah, Frank. Him. Frank Gastineau ref that first uh, Riddle versus uh, Swerve match for the MLW Championship. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's the one we did last oh. week. That's Frog Splash. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh, bullshit! Man, this be illegal. Right. <laughs> so right here. You pick them up with one fucking arm. Like, you don't, like, really wrap your other arm around them. You just straight up curl his ass. Fucking double tough, man. (laughs) Insane. Then drop him. You go to, to, like, grab your other arm, but you don't. And you just, like, straight up one arm. That's usually where the rest of my strength comes from. But I couldn't get there. I was just like, oh, there's only one way. Just straight up one arm that dude. Listen, I did not tap out. I did not quit. I ain't no bitch. There's a legal choke. Illegal. Yeah. And even the crowd is intense. I wanted my money back. I want my money back. Yeah, my all them claps, have, man. All the claps. Should have been a DQ. Yeah. If I see that hot sauce having an MF on the streets, he's dead. <laughs> Great armpit hair on the kid there. <laughs> that, that, that was a close foot. That was, that was illegal. Close foot. Totally illegal. Oh, what a fucking match. This is my favorite match nice. ever. Uh, it's just a fight, but I love um, I love the Silver Ant man. He's very good at wrestling. I love. So all if, if you could have a match with anybody right now, who would you like to have a match with? Hot Sauce Tracy Williams all day. I've been lobbying for it, um, <laughs> okay. and now that I saw him creeping around the uh, MLW locker room, now that that Opera Cup bullshit tournament's over, <laughs> trust me, I have court cell phone number now. <laughs> I will be lobbying and politicking. But uh, if we could run that back real quick on reels, theoretically, seven minutes with commercials, help a brother out. There you go. We'll so see. I got that's, that's the number one I'm lobbying for because that, that motherfucker still likes to fight. So let's get it. We just watched Blaster McMassive versus Silver Ant. I would love to see Mr. Thomas versus Hot Sauce Tracy Williams. <laughs> Ooh, let's make that happen, matchmakers. So is Silver Ant related to Ant-Man or Quicksilver? Mm, what about the silver oh. surfer don't forget about him right get me canceled the shikara fans already hate me i don't need any more <laughs> so before we let you go we do have some fan questions from twitter if you wouldn't mind i'll get into them yes all right this comes from i can't believe you listen to this podcast they want to know do you like pineapple on pizza yeah do what the fuck you want like who am i to tell you what to do with your money like i will i will say listen I'm very specific about my pizza because I'm from the Northeast. Um, but when you're down here, you have to be, when I say down here in Florida, you know, I like Papa John's is the best thing I have. So I'll get, I'll venture off on like a Philly cheesesteak pizza. But if you want to get ham and pineapple on your pizza, I won't do that as a whole pizza, but like as a slice where I'm getting like, just like I wouldn't do Buffalo chicken as an entire pizza is too much. I'd get a slice of this, a slice of that. But yeah, fucking do what you want. Don't let anyone judgment how you're going to spend your money on your food, damn it. If you want to put dog food on your pizza, you sick fuck, do what you want. Hawaiian style, <laughs> baby. Sign me up. Jackson Jensen wants to know, what did the, where did the name Mr. Thomas come from? Fucking name's Thomas, and I couldn't think of anything else. <laughs> fucking, I'm not creative. It was, it was Thomas Sharp for a little bit, um, which was just like, Stokely Hathaway, I text him, I need a last name that starts with S because my real last name starts with S. And the first thing he said back was Sharp. Um, and then I had to ask the Monster Factory for permission to use that name. Um, and it wasn't an issue. Um, and then, um, yeah, Mr. Thomas, I just, I was, I knew what we were doing going into this. And like Mr. Hughes, Mr. Thomas, my cleaning lady called me Mr. Thomas. So like, it was like relevant at the time. 
Yeah. Um, so it's kind of just stuck. I swear, I'm going to think of a another fake last name. So if anyone has those suggestions, please tweet me at Mocha Traps. Um, preferably something that starts with B, the letter B, so I can use the Tampa Bay logos on all my shit. Nice. That Twitter forward, handle, forward, I love it. Forward thinking. Mocha uh, Traps. You, you touched on this already, but um, we're going to go ahead anyway, give everybody their moment. Blackpool Cocknat. Ugh. Is this, is the ECW arena home to you? Oh yeah. The Mecca. That's my fucking Madison square garden. Um, we, the devastation corporation won the tag titles there where we beat fucking Mr. Touchdown and Dasher Hatfield for the Chicago tag titles. The best day of my life. One of the best days of my life. Um, next time we'll watch that match, but that shit's like 25 minutes, three falls. We'll have to do a fucking <laughs> after dark one day where we fucking do tequila shots for every shitty wrestling move that's done. Hey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good idea. <laughs> But yes, the ECW arena is home. That's my home base. Uh, it's a fucking privilege and an honor. And I'm happy that, you know, it's one of the few buildings that we use that looks good on TV now for MLW. So it's easy to go home to. It definitely does look good on TV. Uh, Andre, the, Andre the Giant's dog wants to know, who in the indies do you miss working with? Um, the old fire ant um, is, will be my favorite opponent ever. Uh, you know, Orange Cassidy. I don't know if they're related, but um people along the lines of that uh he's probably my favorite opponent ever with the exception of the silver ant other than that i don't really miss anybody everybody else is fucking interchangeable this is an interesting name fuck adam kill mike mary james who's your celebrity crush mm, today or let's do of all time Anne hathaway is like my uh, true celebrity crush nice. um i don't think i hate women involved in wrestling so maybe my wrestling celebrity crush would be, um, let's say fucking Sherry. Like, give me whatever sensational Sherry was today. Like, whoever that would be. Uh, oh, the fucking red hair girl from NXT. Gigi, yeah. uh, Gigi, Gigi Dolan. Oh, Gigi Dolan. Oh, <laughs> good one. That's a bad we're, one. We're on it. That's, that's my modern day Sherry. Sensational. Uh, great name here. Nitro Pepsi enthusiast wants to know, what is your cocktail of choice? Ooh, tequila ginger ale. All day. Mm, nice. Easy. Once I made, I used to do like vodka, whatever. It used to be vodka pineapple. I was a big vodka pineapple guy. And then when I made the switch to tequila on accident, like tequila ginger ale, you can drink that during the day. You can drink it when you go out. You can pick the tequila of your choice. If you're a broke Bobby on a budget, you can get Juarez. Yeah, you get whatever. <laughs> Jose Cuervo you want. But, you know, if you got a fucking couple dollars in your pocket, you want to go up a notch. I'm not saying it's got to be you know, fucking 1942 every night. But if you want to do a little, you know, Casamigos, splurge a little. It'll get you where you need to be. Trust me. Last question. I don't like it. I think it's a little mean, but uh, let's just ask it and see what you say. Rose Salavi, Lady Picture Show. Ask him why he got kicked out of Shikara and why Bryce threatened him on Twitter over it. Oh, dude, let's shoot, brother. Um, I didn't get kicked out of Shikara. My time was coming <laughs> to an end. Um, it was... I sold one of my King of Trios medals to some fucking nerd for money. Um, and it just was, it was just a duplicate of a fucking $2 toy. And I sent the guy the real one or some fucking thing like that, whatever it was, it's not a scandal because I fully admit to it. I sold something um, and the fucking guy bought it and I sent it to him. And then I got heat for it in a world full of carnies, like in a world full where people are stealing money and <laughs> anyway, but uh, I've never right. had an issue with that um and then yeah that was it i was accused of some fucking wacky fucking you know when everyone was coming out thing but it turned out that the one wasn't true and the other one was 
me asking some random girl to have a threesome uh, when she was just about to go have sex with another wrestler willingly. And apparently <laughs> I was the bad person. For All I did was ask for consent. She said, no, I carried on. What the fuck? You don't know, do you ask? Thank you. Fair. Yeah, that's, the, uh, that's the shoot version of it. And I have like no problem telling that story. But just, we were done with your car. If you check the fucking, the sheets, me and Flex Rumble Crunch were going immediately to evolve until he got hurt. So there was no, there was a little bit of overlap and then I was out. So that medal you sent me, do I need to send that back to you or <laughs> do I, can I keep it? It's all yours, bro. I oh, still have two, okay. I have two more. I get two more copies. Now. So um, I got, I got a question. We got a, as we're recording, we got a big weekend coming up, you know, with wrestling WWE and AW. So I got a prediction for you. We got Seth Rollins and AJ, AJ Styles. Who do you think is going over? This isn't, this is the tournament match. This is the for, yeah, the, for the world, world title, title, yeah. The finals, I, I missed a yeah. couple weeks here. Oh shit! Um, it was all one night, so you didn't, yeah, you yeah. couldn't miss it easy. <laughs> did it happen that quick? Okay, yeah, yeah, um, they had one from Raw. Yeah, they did the tournament, and then boom, here's the finals. But that was decided like one night. Like, yeah, one half one night, one half the other night. Yeah, yeah. Lincoln, you blink and you miss it. Um, I guess you have to go AJ. AJ's back. You got to come out hot. That's mm-hmm. the that's the I guess that's the safe pick, but logically i can see seth hasn't fucking won anything in a minute and kind of been putting everybody over since cody got back um, so i can see where that's going um but i guess if we're going in the direction of roman and seth again um maybe nice. i guess i don't right. know your guess is gonna they go anywhere i'm, I'm confused yeah. I'm still trying then, to uh, out. when's the thousand days <laughs> it's our edge uh, uh, it's tomorrow as a bit this, of it happened this past 90, Saturday, seventy some, something like that. Oh, yeah. oh, as soon as they can start saying a thousand days as champion, then we can talk about maybe someone beating them. But until right, then, <laughs> you can't get this close to a thousand and not like be able to jam that down somebody. I honestly think it's the only reason. Yeah, that's my that's my crazy wrestling logic and he's not doing a title match. He's doing a tag team. Oh yeah, they're making sure he ain't losing so that he can have the. Or he did a tag team this last uh, right, Saturday. Yeah, Roman and Solo are the tag not teams. To go, not to go down the rabbit hole predictions, but he could have all the belts, right? Give him all the belts. He does. Crazy, huh? I don't know. Yeah, but but Solo's, Solo's there to take the loss. That's my role. I know my role in MLW. Solo knows his role. There we Solo's go. There so, and then now with AW, we have uh, MJF. Uh, who else we got in there? Uh, Jungle, Jungle, Boy, Boy. Jungle Boys. Boy. All of... Uh, Tony Khan's favorite young boys. Yeah, except for Sammy Darby Allen. Fuck off, Devin. (laughs) All the little guys. Well, first off, none of those three guys look like world champions, so we can rule them right the fuck out. Um, You said that last week. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I like Jungle Boy. I fucks with Jungle Boy. Um, Sammy's great, and uh, Darby doesn't need to be world champion because fucking break his neck if you gave him that opportunity. Man's crazy. He's the talk about nuts catching this motherfucker in a throwing this motherfucker out of the ring in a body bag in evolve like handcuffed. Dude's a crazy man. He has no he doesn't care what his body is. But no MJF all day. MJF should never lose. He should nice. 
he should be the next person that's a thousand and he didn't lose because this airs after that all right (laughs) oh shit and if you check if you check the record books mjf uh one of the many people i have managed and you know had paid me for my managerial and bodyguard services along the way i'm sure everyone on this panel did their research and they know i'm a manager of champions so looking forward to july i did do some research Levittown. Oh, that's all you saw, and you stopped looking. You stopped. <laughs> right. Can't wait to ask him about the bars I went to. Let's go. The best is he's gonna see me at one of these bars one day. He's gonna look at me like this motherfucker. <laughs> I'll be up there. I'm spending like ten days up there in July. He won't see you because he's too all tall right. and you're too short. So he'll he'll have to like. Well, you will see you, me and you'll be like you. <laughs> oh, we'll have to we'll have to do something uh, July eighth. At the arena. Yeah, I'm there. Sure, I'm sure. there for the show. We'll figure definitely. Something. All right. Uh, well, plug your stuff, man. Do it. Oh man. Um, if you're watching this and you don't know me, it's just fuck. I'm just the guy that likes the wrestling. Uh, check me out. I'm only on Instagram and I'm only on Twitter. They're both at Mocha Traps. It's Mocha like my skin color. Uh, Traps like my greatest muscle. Um, it was a nickname that was given to me. I didn't make it up. So follow me on Insta. Follow me on Twitter. I don't really pimp anything. I have nothing to sell. You don't have to buy a t-shirt from me. Um, donate to your fucking local dog rescue or fucking adopt a dog. I don't fucking know. Do something. Um, that's it. July 8th, MLW, never say never. Alex Kane versus Alex Hammerstone for the MLW world title. I'm predicting the title change because your boy getting those main event paydays. I'll be in the corner of Alex Kane in the Bumbay Fight Club. Um, July, excuse me, June 24th in Ansbury, Massachusetts. I can do this without looking. It's Rad Pro Wrestling. Come see the reunion of the Devastation Corporation. It's the second time we did a show this year. Um, as always, Rad Pro Wrestling is in conjunction with New England Pro Wrestling Academy. Um, watch MLW. Tweet me. Fucking follow me on Instagram. Uh, we can talk some shit on another day, but I've enjoyed this. Good question. Fuck that girl that tried to put me on blast like I did something crazy. I'm not a fucking war criminal for fuck's sake. It's <laughs> wrestling. Like it's fucking fake. It's wrestling. That's all. Shakara yeah. didn't deserve to die. Quack doesn't get deserve to get blamed for all the bullshit just because he had a fucking wrestling school. Life yeah. goes on. There's money to be made. We will tell this story one day. So stop bringing up old shit, man. Let the new shit happen. Amen. We will rock her from the podcast. No, okay. <laughs> I gotta go back and find out who it was so I can mess. Twenty-three it. followers. <laughs> Sounds like it's probably fucking um, the fake fat Elvis's fucking spam account or some shit. Yeah, right, my finger has more words. than that. Lord anyway. knows Twitter has some crazy names. That's for sure. Yeah, for oh, sure. It's Very been real. Thank you for being on with us. Tag me in all these promos so I can retweet this shit. Oh yeah! Thank sure. you for joining us. Really, hey man, you got to come back, man. You got to come back, especially. Uh, call me. My DMs are open. I made it this far. I'll do it. May do a may do a little joint episode with you and Alex after uh, you know carrying around some gold. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I will. We'll do something, but you know, all you have to do is send me a calendar invite. Like I'll do a, a monthly segment. We need to come up to speed on what's fucking pissing Holy me off. And we could do oh, it at the bar, man. I'm out of here. <laughs> Done with him. <laughs> he jumped off. That was awesome. Oh man, we wouldn't think this is Thomas. That was so sick. <laughs> for those on the video version, that's an exit for sure. <laughs> right after that. Oh.
Oh man, that was so much fun. He was awesome. For those of the audio, funny guy. Or for those of the audio, yeah, on the video, he bounced right after Brad. So good. He has had it with the Levin Hound talk. He is done. That was awesome. This is your Thomas Sharp, aka Blaster McMassive. Awesome. Clip that when this episode posts because that was fucking hilarious. What a great guy, man. What a what a fun time that was. Just making fun of everybody. That was awesome. He's the ball buster like us. He fits right Dude. in. He said, let's shoot, brother. Dang. That was great. And uh, you should have heard the stuff he was saying off camera. <laughs> well, <laughs> on camera, but off record. Because that was fucking yeah, awesome. I'll tell you what. I, everybody should take notes on how to make an exit. <laughs> <laughs> that was the oh, best. Oh, man. All right. What are we doing? <laughs> well... I don't. I think we should just end it because it don't get better than that. <laughs> that was fucking badass. Yeah, that was good. Like, I'm telling you, man. Alex Kane and him together. Check the archives. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. Check the You're archives. You're missing out. You didn't watch Alex. It's like the new age APA or something, man. They're awesome. It damn sure like the new new age allies. Not really, but you know what I'm saying. Oh, so that kind of went no better. If you didn't know. But yeah, man, those two dudes got the gift to gab, and I think they're definitely on the rise, like for sure. Especially July eighth. Well, they I'll aren't the I APA. They aren't the new New Age Outlaws. They are the Boomaye Fight Club for I the people. Wait. Son and I are going. We're sitting. I don't know. There's only five rows. We're right. you know around the building. We're going. We're gonna have a good time, and I'm gonna be Boomaying it up. Boomaye is for the people. For the people. For the people. Fred, you're famous now. You'll be backstage. Uh, never know. <laughs> Read my press pass. That would be funny. Like, <laughs> hey, man, what are you doing back here? Oh, no, I interviewed them on my podcast. <laughs> uh, Brad Stanton, Kick Out Crew Podcast. Nice to meet you. Uh, yeah. uh, you excuse me, Kick Out Crew. <laughs> Question for Mr. Bauer. Uh. <laughs> hey, 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 Clint. Clint, <laughs> not even a Mr. Bowers is like, or Court, my bad. Hey, <laughs> see, he's calling the wrong name. Clint. He goes by Clint, Clint too. Hey, Clint. Cool. Clint's his brother. <laughs> That's his brother. Clint and Court, they're the twins, evil twins. Oh, All man. Right. Oh, that's f- too much fun. You know what else is too much fun? The hottest rising segment in podcast today wrestling, improv, and pretty much everyday life. You know it. I know it. It is Waka Waka Waka. So, Adam, hope you were ready because I just straight up went to it. And we're going to send it to Adam with Waka Waka Waka. So, Adam, what you got for us this week? Oh, apparently, I'm looking at the wrong outline. So, um, no, yeah. no, I was looking at the wrong one. I just totally missed it. Adam, boy. <laughs> but so I, happen, I happen to be ready right here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you know my girlfriend thinks that camouflage is super sexy. I just don't see it. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I just don't That's... see it. I, I don't know why. I like that. <laughs> All right, so in, in about a week, gas prices are going to go down to be a dollar a gallon for just a day. Ha! April fuels. That was a joke. It's not really going to be a dollar a gallon. Terrible. <laughs> April fuels. <laughs> that was so bad. 
Where did Stone Cold go? Oh. Hey, that joke was so bad it ran Stone Cold out of here. Right? You know, somebody dun, dun, ripped dun, dun, out. Dun. So bad I can't even get the third one out. That's what I tell him. You know, so yeah, if I can make it to the third one. Anyway, so you know, somebody ripped out the fifth month out of my calendar. I'm completely dismayed. <sighs> fifth month, May, dismayed. I actually like that one. Sorry. But no, I, I dug it. All these other guys are assholes, Adam. I support you. I was just switching my background. Sorry, buddy. Fuck your background. <laughs> yeah. It's no so longer does... Funhouse Brad. What a dick. Uh, you know what? Oh, something. somebody rips out some uh, something out of your calendar. How about that? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Hope you're dismayed. Oh, Adam, I did. Today. I'm not finished, asshole. <laughs> 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 Nobody said anything Wait. about Mike's me. Yeah. Freaking great. Go ahead. So, I'll tell you when I'm done. I don't even want to know now. You ruined it. <laughs> How does music say goodbye? Audios. Oh, <laughs> I was thinking like it goes flat or, you know. Oh, audios. Like Our it. podcast says goodbye the same way. No, it takes 20 minutes. <laughs> also fair. All right, fair Michael, more. what do you want? So what I was going to say is this morning. It's going to be good if it ain't. I'm ragging your it ass. It is. <laughs> I messaged William today while he's at school. I said, hey, call me on lunch. I got something important to tell you. So he went to lunch. He called me. I said, hey. I said, why does Peter Pan fly? Because he never lands. <laughs> I did that two weeks ago. Yeah. You did last week. Last week. Yeah. I, told, I told him you do. He's like, really? And hung up on me. Does he well, even know who Peter Pan is? I killed. I'm fucking glad. I'm glad you. I'm glad you put that in, man. I'm. <laughs> thank you for getting your shit in on that one. Yeah, that was important. <laughs> is that like the Neverland Ranch? Is that what you're talking about? the presses. <laughs> oh, man, that was worth the wait. It was. <laughs> So, uh, so I heard a comedian talking about. Beer right I, 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 I want to save that one for when we're not recording. Perfect. Yeah, I like how you always leave these teases. Well, oh, I heard one on Pandora earlier. I don't know if I can say it online, on air. We don't get kicked out. You hear the shit we say? It's bad. All right. So uh, thanks, Adam, for that. Yeah exciting uh you know segment i uh i love it you love it hell we all love it and that was waka 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 with adam from bama so uh moving on i guess we have a little special uh you know special thing with fucking devin and mike so devin and mike i'll <laughs> just take it i got huh? or is it okay so devin take it away all right, so this thought, weekend it sounded like they were doing something. Together. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did an and instead of a comma, didn't they? Yeah. I don't know. A comma is a separation, Brad, and brings two together. Go ahead, Devin. <laughs> this weekend is the NWA Crockett Cup. So I just honestly wanted to know: Do you guys have predictions? Who do the you country gentleman? Country gentleman, dickhead! What are you talking about? This is a kickout crew. Freaking AJ, baby. AJ all the way. Both of them. Both of them were on our show. They're going to get beat. 
They were not. I was going to say Tyrese and his partner. Who? Tyrese? He's an actor. Right? Well, whatever. Whoever it is. He's on the Fast and the Furious. Tyrese and a fucking Adonis? Is that his partner? I don't know. Fuck yeah, Mike. <laughs> I'm just making, y'all said one name. I'm saying another. We go for Tyrese. Uh, the guy from Fast and the Furious. Him. Yeah, Who's exactly. the favorite, Devin? So there's a Belly, few favorites. Good movie. Maybe Tyrese, Tyrese and The Rock. I mean, they're Baby they're Boy. Forget about Baby Boy. That, that, maybe that was what I was thinking. Oh, I said Belly. Yeah, I was thinking about Baby Boy. My bad. My so bad boy. Taraji Hansen. Seed number one is the NWA Tag Team Champions, BCO Seis and Mecha Wolf, La Who? Rebellion. Who was that? They've been the NWA Tag Champs, uh, I believe, for the twice in the past two years. They were the team that faced the Briscoe Brothers in the semifinals last year. And they they're just an all-around fantastic team. They are seed number one. Uh Seated number two is Tyrus. We're not doing this, bro. We are why not. Are the champion, why are the not champions in the Crockett Cup? Seeds, man, we're I'm not just doing just saying a, a few of the big ones. But why are the champions in the Crockett Cup? I thought makes no sense. They were last year as well. I'm not sure. That's, it's yeah. just NWA puts them in. Um, I think, you know what? I mean, if I was, if I was them, I would say. Oh, geez. And I know the number True. seven seed so are the country gentlemen, correct, uh, Devin? Correct. That is the United States NWA tag team champions, the country gentlemen. Awesome. Seed number six, returning to the NWA Crockett Cup, is Kerry Morton along with his father, Ricky Morton. Awesome. And uh, those are kind of the big teams that are, uh, you know, so I have a little something to say about this, Devin. It seems like this year they're not really bringing in a lot of outside uh, wrestling. Is that is that fair to say? That's yeah, very very fair to say. So all of these teams are in NWA. Uh, how many fucking tag teams do they have? Well, there are a lot of makeshifts. A lot of makeshifts this time. Oh, so it's not there, exactly the way it was last year. There's about ten yes. real teams, and then about four makeshift teams, and then three brought in. Right. Which what are they all? <laughs> Get out of here. We're not going to run through all 18 teams, but <laughs> you know, last there was year a couple had, of the big ones that I just called had off. Last year you had the Briscoes. Of course, that's not a possibility. But then you did have um, Dak, Dak, and uh, you know um, the top Dak guys, Prescott. Yeah, Dak, Dax, and Harwood. You know, what I mean, I'm just saying you had Prescott. other teams last time. I would love for them to have been in this year, but it does open. seem like it's going to be an NWA. Another great team there, uh, Adam. Aussie Open. They never win, but they look great. Recently signed to AEW full time. <laughs> they just won the. Didn't they just win the Jap, uh, Japanese ones? I'm telling you, those guys are good. Anyway, WG, yeah, we can do this all night. Sorry, Shout out man. Willow. Shout out Monet. Shout out Willow. Foot. Shout out Willow. It's about time hey, Willow got got a uh, bit. What do they call her? Uh, your Banks. <laughs> I guess made another appearance. Just the fact that Willow Nightingale beat her. It is uh saying something about I had to. She broke her fucking ankle. Still, big she opportunity. She finished the match. She finished big the opportunity. Match. Yeah, I know. I'm just talking shit. I'm really excited oh. for her. I really like her. I never forget her waiting in line at the ECW arena for snacks behind other people in, in line. Fans, I just someone you, you root, someone you root for. You know what I mean? Can you imagine trying to finish a match on a broken ankle? Hey, she uh, did no. just battle Ashley Dambaugh on Ring of Honor too. Another big fan of. Even though Ashley Dambois is dating Trey Miguel, so I'm kind of a little salty. But hey, you know, yeah. 
that rascal. Hey, well, they'll break up. <laughs> yeah, they'll break up. They'll break up, and I'll be there when they do. <laughs> How about Lady Frost on Dynamite? Oh man, right? uh, another one I'm a big fan of. Former NWA wrestler. <laughs> Nailed it. And the Savage Gentleman has a real problem with Anthony Pyers, her husband. Oh. Well, me and Anthony has to go take care of that fella. It sounds like. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. Bring your uh, bring your tank with you. <laughs> all right. My, next. my tank top, maybe that's all I need. Boom. Yeah. So Devin, is that uh Yeah, it is uh it's about the NWA Crockett Cup and any time that we can stem off into talking about all types of wrestling, I love it. So that was a fun topic. And we didn't even mention Jared Fritz. Shout out, NWA ref. Ref Dude, fit. I, I gotta follow back on Twitter. Mocha traps himself. Yeah. Congratulations. Son of a bitch. My phone died. Oh, um, thank God. Probably Erica blowing it up all the time. Oh my God. Oh, fix me some cookies. Oh I'm my God, there was a bug that went across the street. <laughs> oh my God. Look, you see, Devin's there. Devin, I need some more ketchup with these chicken fingers. All right, Mike, I believe it's your topic, brother. Fly flying around. My cup is empty. I need more drink. Oh, you know he's a bitch. You know he is. You know Devin's a bitch, man. He's a, yeah, what, baby, huh? Okay, you're right. You're right. I bet he yeah, says yes, Sorry, ma'am. Brad. This is an exciting discussion. Why'd <laughs> like, you better when you were sick? Five bucks, he says yes, ma'am. I've never <laughs> called the hair come out. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> I guess, uh, Mike, we're up to Mike's topic. Oh, I even skipped him, I guess. Man, what an ass. No, see? No, man, not, you know, I had a very good week. I, hey, Mike, um, hey, Mike, you want to hear a good joke? Your face. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Your face <laughs> is the joke. Uh, no, I had a good week. Um, something really amazing happened. Kind of shocked me and, uh, you know, kind of put me in a good mood and everything else. But um, Did you say it yeah, softened you, know, you? That was it, man. Yeah, cool. Huh? Did you say it softened you? I said it softened you. What does that mean? It softened no, I, you. You said it excited me. Oh, it sounded like you said it softened you. What the you. fuck? <laughs> but yeah, man, that, I mean, that was it, though, man. Good week. Hey, that's cool, bro. Hell yeah, so shout out. Oh, uh, that was, uh, that's it? Yeah. All right. <laughs> because okay. he never lands. <laughs> he never lands. <laughs> and that is the spirit of June. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh man hey uh, for those listening and watching sorry that's kind of an inside joke <laughs> oh man that was funny shit we are jumping the shark completely after uh, mr thomas mr thomas is uh we appreciate everybody for back on. <laughs> he started all this up to get we're us all, back. We're all Twitter friends with him all of a sudden. Let's get him back. For real. <laughs> yeah. He you said whenever we need him. Come on. <laughs> he said a monthly segment. That'd be awesome as shit, man. Dude, okay, Brian so like him and Stunt have both said like, bring me on, bring me on. Like, could you imagine just like alternating yeah. like him and Stunt like twice a month? Oh, dude. I think listen. they're in. Imagine at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have to start recording at like 2 p.m. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, sure enough, could you imagine that? Well, sure enough, I was the best of me to be sick. Yeah. Hey, I didn't hey. have to talk. <laughs> For real. Shout out to the guests that talk a lot. Well, not that it's bad, but... Oh, no. I can listen to Josh all night, man. Yeah, it was a great show. Right? It's full of information. Oh, God, yeah. I, I, can't, wait for, I can't wait for more of us on, like, future episodes. You know, this is going to be just fantastic. Because <laughs> we just bring the heat. Speaking of heat, it's summer in June. And that is spirit of June. Pretty great. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I did have I know some, somebody uh, named June. So, Mike, that <laughs> was it, huh? And that's it. Yeah, man. That's what I said. Yeah, okay, something good happened. See you next week. <laughs> hey, we, we can let that marinate for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, yo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Woo, boy. So, uh, you know, shout out to June, huh? Spirit of June, summer. Everybody's getting crazy, except all of y'all, because you have kids or spouses or stuff. But shout out to summer opening up and, you know, bringing just all kinds of opportunity, you know? And uh, opportunities out there, if you just, you know, search for it. It's there for the taking. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I just, uh, yeah. And what better opportunity? <laughs> what better opportunity to take than our second match, which is a doozy. And uh, what match is that, you ask? Well, it is Diesel versus Jeff Jarrett. Yes, that's right. Diesel versus Jeff Jarrett. From, it is a WWF World Heavyweight title match from an old WWF Monday Night Raw. It took place uh, February 20th, 1995. Uh, from the Macon Coliseum in, you guessed it, Macon, Georgia. Macon, Georgia! It had an attendance of 2,751. It had a match length of a little over eight minutes. And hey, guess what? Found the Meltzer rating for this one. It was three stars. Three stars. Diesel and Jeff. Boy, how... Uh, how times changed from then to a little bit later to all the way to now. But hey, that's enough of me rambling. Oh, uh, where the fuck? Mike, how did we get there? Well, you know, I did some digging around on this and was trying to find out some backstory. I kind of read some stuff from Uncle Dave, how like this stuff kind of went back down. Didn't work for me. So I made a phone call. Somebody that was in, in the ring at the time. And here's what he told me. Earl he said, there, there, There's a true story behind this. Because as we know, a little bit before this, you know, Big Daddy Diesel saw Michael split up, right? Well, a couple weeks ago, before this, this match happened, Diesel was like, man, I want to have a good time. So he was looking for some good weed and a nice escort, Right. Well, Ford, him and Sean like a Ford were escort or what? Yeah, an escort. He said he wanted a good escort. Like a Ford escort. we've ever done. Yeah. But <laughs> since him and Sean weren't talking, you know, Sean, you know, had Sonny. Sonny was kind of the hookup in more ways than one. Allegedly. 
Did she and, drive uh, a Ford? Did she drive a Ford? This <laughs> yeah. Sunny days. So he couldn't go to him. So what he did is he went to Jeff Jarrett and Road Dog and said, hey, man, here's 10 grand. This is what I want. Right? To get me something good. Well, they decided, according to somebody, a little source, instead of going and getting some good fire weed and a nice escort, they went and got him some little shanky shank and a little prostitute thingy over here for 100 bucks, and they pocket rest of the money. You got the seeds. Big Daddy Weasel found out about it. He got pissed off, and here we are. Oh, that was freaking great. I love you, man. I love you. <laughs> I can't uh, wait for Brian Horenza hey. to fact check that. <laughs> I feel like we need the subtitles going across the screen hey. when Mike talks. So, Double J entrance. Uh, is it corny, Devin? Uh, it's, yeah, it's quite corny. <laughs> I would say that. Throwing up the double fingers and got the roadie with him and whatever the hell that attire is. I don't know. <laughs> why, is he a country, why is he a country star, but his roadie has uh, like braids and dreads? Just... <laughs> I don't know. Like, that's one thing I, when I was watching. He's a wee man. So, Adam, I wanted to know because he brought up the gear. Is that gear supposed to be heat or is it just silly? Oh. It's horrible. It ain't, it's nowhere near heat. It looks looks like a little video game, or not even a video game. It looks like a board game you play, like Mousetrap or some shit where his head gets stuck when he's trying to jump out of it or something. I don't know what, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the hell thinking. Yeah. Funny, and that though. reference is going to hit electric yeah. boogaloo style. So then we have uh, Diesel's entrance, but he's just cool as shit, no doubt about it. But James, who are the announcers? Well, Glad you asked, Brad. Did you notice that both guys were wearing pants in this match? Like one nice suit. Well, I hope so. One bodysuit. Well, no, but like one bodysuit, like pants, you know. One of them was in a Venetian blinds. I get it, but you know. That's perfect. Pants. <laughs> but uh, the announcers were Vince McMahon and Jim Cornette. And did you notice that uh when Diesel walks in and he gets the pyro, huh? Wasn't there another guy that got pyro a couple, uh, you know, like a little bit later with double J's and stuff? Not huh, crazy. But when uh, Diesel's pyro is going off, you hear Vince just like, oh, man. Oh, oh man. my God. Oh. You know, like Vince is just like, what a maneuver into like the He's extreme. It. Oh, yeah. Way overselling it. Oh, God. Look at that. Oh. So, Mike, before the My World podcast with Jeff Jarrett, did you like Jeff Jarrett at all or did you like him because of the show? I like him because of the show. In the ring, I hated him. Did you know why it's a you hated him? Universal thing. Um, no, because I didn't watch the match. I fast forward him. No, <laughs> uh, no, for real. No, I just he was just that cocky guy. Just didn't didn't like him. I didn't know. I guess at the time, what his job was was to make me hate him. I I, I didn't get it, I guess, but now I do. And I needed it to explain to me, but I did boo him and I did root for the other guy. So it was the right thing to do. He made you hate him. He still he, does it now. He's a true heel. You don't know, in retrospect, cool. it's crazy to think like because we were all like change the channel, Jeff Jarrett's on. Like legit was. But in retrospect, it's like, damn, should have watched, you know, because probably would have a better like respect for him. Because in all honesty, when he was a WWF, like Oh, let's see what Nitro's doing. Then when he finally got the, you know, like the Russo Nitro era. Oh, let's see what Stone Cold's doing. Like flip back. So he kind of literally was the channel changer 
But looking back, it's like, man, we it just didn't like when you're too good that it's bad. Like that's kind of what Jeff Jarrett was back in this day. That's I think that's what it is with him. He he's he was too good for it. Yeah. You know, and I said true heel, but yet you can go meet him in the restaurant. He'll come up and talk to you like it's nothing. And he'll even remember you a year later. Yeah. Diesel aggressive early, clothesline double J out of the ring, the roadie on the outside, and then you had the double J strut. Always good to watch. Vince McMahon has uh, said probably Big Dad or Big Daddy Cool, Devin, four or five times. You think he likes that name? That's not the double J strut, by the way, but go ahead. Jackie Fargo. Thank you. Thank you. I knew the answer, but it is double J doing it. I love you for that. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, Devin. What do you think? You like the name Big Daddy Cool? Did did, uh, Vince like it? Oh, Vince absolutely loved it. He could have stopped saying it. Uh, Did I like it? I mean, it's a cool nickname. You know, don't really hear people with nickname that's like four names. So, you know. (laughs) All right. uh, Double J shoulder first uh, to Diesel into the corner. Diesel throws double J. Double J over the rope on the top of the roadie. Adam, is it a strange strategy to have the baby face as a giant and the heel as a smaller guy, like around six foot, six foot one. Is that a tough thing to root for? It's different because you always think the bigger bodyguard guy is the, is, the, is the bad guy. And it helped that the roadie was out there with Double J because it made him kind of, well, he's the guy outside trying to help. And right before he landed on the roadie, the roadie jumped on the apron and he got thrown into the, into the pole and landed, and then got up just in time for Double J to jump on top of him. So yeah. that whole spot right there was just a good spot to me. If you didn't know. Cornette doing a lot of talking, James. Is he talking too much? Just enough? What did you think? I think he's uh like with the dead air type of thing, you know, that we're all kind of self-conscious of. I think he yeah. was just trying to fill the air. And do you kind of think that he's trying to, like, he hears Vince McMahon being a jackass, like on on commentary. So, do you think he's talking to overcompensate? Like, hey, if I'm talking, you know, wow, my God, the big daddy cold diesel. Like, you know, it's less of that if Cornette just keeps rambling. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Like, I think Cornette was trying to prove that he just knows more about it than Vince McMahon. Yeah. Another way. What a maneuver. <laughs> Which he did. He yeah. does. Oh, he does. This guy owns a company, but I know ten times more than him. I know the jokes about Vince on commentary are like funny and all that stuff, but watching this match back, I was like, this is bad. <laughs> like, he's just like too much. Like, but too I did much. think Cornette was a little much too. I, I just thought, it was yeah, a little, yeah, little, little but much. because you know, trying to counteract the hey, if I talk a shitload, this dude won't. Like, you know. what a maneuver. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Did you see that? Wow. It's almost like they're trying to go one higher octave than the other. I you ever listen to Ryan Katz on Road Dogs podcast? Yeah. That's uh, Vince McMahon commentating. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. So you had Rody pulling Jarrett on one side, Diesel on the other, and they were like, like tug of warring him. I'm not sure what that was supposed to accomplish, but I, I still laughed at it. Um, showing are you talking about when they pulled him over the rope and like yeah, they were pulling was, back and forth? Yeah, and then the, the ref allows that to happen <laughs> and then kicks uh, the roadie, you know, like when they're, I don't know, man. It was a comedy it, spot because it's yeah. supposed to yeah, show like, the roadie. Allowed it to happen, allowed it to happen, allowed it to happen. Oh, hold on, gotta kick you. 
<laughs> yeah. It's supposed to be the roadie showing that the roadie's messing up because he's actually hurting Double J rather than trying to help him. And then it showed Diesel's power by pulling them both over. Yeah. And then him <laughs> face planting after he got kicked was actually pretty damn funny. Yeah. Jarrett, Jarrett knocks Diesel out of the ring. Roadie involved as well on the outside. Jarrett hammering away. Clothesline off the top by Jarrett. Cover out at two. Drop kick by Jarrett. Bulldog to Diesel. Out oh. at two. Well, go hey, ahead. Vince, uh, so that bulldog looked like shit. We all saw it. He kind of mm-hmm. like barely catches his head. <laughs> and then Kevin Nash pretty much is like swan yeah. dive face plants to kind of sell it, you know. And he follows behind him, yeah. Exactly, yeah. He pretty much like nose dives and not like, you know, goes. Oh, I got to follow him. Oh, shit. And Vince, <laughs> Vince goes, uh, uh, oh, very effective bulldog. You know, as he's like overselling the shit out of everything. Before that bulldog, we saw one of the most beautiful drop kicks of all time. Though. Yeah, Jeff was Double J was laying him in. Yeah. And then he did Somebody, the, uh, what else did he do? And he can he still do Yeah. And he did some other move, pinned him. Some type of, oh, the, the swing in the arm uh, whip over thing. Very good. Whatever you call that. So, Mike, the Intercontinental, <laughs> the Intercontinental Champion used to be thought of as the next guy to the main championship. Some examples of this are Warrior, Brett and Sean. They obviously got away Randy from that. Savage. Don't leave out Randy, Randy Savage, Savage, you dirty bitch. But do you think that's a good model? Do you think they should get back to that? Do you think Gunther could be that? Yeah, I do. Why, I mean, why not? It is it is like a secondary title, and it is the next one just underneath the world title. So I mean, but then you now but now we have like the US title and everything else on top of it, which what does that make that one? Well, that could be well a but those are split on two different brands, though. Yeah, yeah, I but they're not. But split. if you do, if you book it right, though, like let's say this Intercontinental Champion, like you know, they'll lose the belt or whatever. But then, if you book it as if they are like primed to take that next step, I think it is a good stepping stone. But if it's just its own little title, and hey, that person loses, so we bury them. You know, like I don't know. But well, do you do it like? But what do you guys think? Like, do you do it where okay, like we have, you know, Gunther or Guther or whatever his name is oh, right. as, as the IC title. So when he loses it, does he go to the world title or does he keep it, go to the world title and do kind of like what Shitberg did and get the world title and then throw the damn U.S. No, title? Gunther, Gunther will lose, but if they – but if he loses, he's like, hey, he not, used to be Intercontinental if, Champion. Like, he, he's credible for the world title. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you present it like he was just Intercontinental Champion, he's like one of the best. You know, but like if you a lose it, thing. that means somebody's better than you. They can do it in a way where he loses on the Every ladder Intercontinental match Champion, or a triple threat. You know, so he's not like actually a Every champion's yeah. lost a match before they won the big one. I know. You know I'm, I'm just saying. saying. The last title's a good example yeah. with Bobby yeah. Lashley. Bobby Lashley lost the U.S. title and then won the big one. Roman lost to Baron Corbin, and now he's had the belt for a thousand days. Yeah, I mean, well, right. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they do still do it. I I was just curious what you guys thought. And hey, it hit. Hey, yeah. <laughs> All right, so crossbody to Diesel, um, but kick out by Diesel. Sidewalk slam to Jarrett. Big strikes. Big boot. Roadies on the outside. Um, jackknife to Jarrett. Power bomb for the pin. It was a quick ending. I try to talk it up more, James, than I used to, but sometimes there just is a quick pin. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, this one wasn't all, like, uh, crazy. Was, it wasn't a moment in time. Okay? Yeah, the crowd ones are, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, they they referenced him beating Razor Ramon for the Intercontinental title. They mentioned that two or three different times. Yeah, sweet ass shirt, Brad. Exactly. <laughs> so the roadie's on. Um, the roadie is in the ring now. He takes the boot. <laughs> roadie takes the jackknife power bomb. He took a well. big boot too. That was yeah. a, I mean, he took it hard. Jarrett's upset as always, freaking throwing his hands in the air, talking it's a terrible, shit. terrible, not Jake, saying. Not saying a damn thing, really. Just talking shit. I mean, I would say Jarrett is a textbook heel, like chicken shit type heel, with the with the heater there with him trying to help him out. Man, Did I didn't you know see the post match where Sean and Sid come out. No. What? I, I didn't. Yeah, they oh, come well, out right yeah, after. Yeah, yeah, reason. yeah. I did. It was a few days after ago. I'm Diesel. sorry. I was still under COVID. Time. Sean and Sid, uh, you know, came out and like Diesel didn't. Oh, he doesn't see him. He doesn't see him. Even though you know the whole crowd's probably like, "Hey, Sean! Hey, there's Sean!" Right. <laughs> you know, and he was like, <laughs> you know, showed his, uh, you know, doing the ah because he's. I guess February. Truck, I guess, you know, I guess like, February is not softball oh. season. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, um, guys, I wanted to do this match just because it was like a he used to be a bodyguard, and Mr. Thomas flat out said he's like a bodyguard. A heater. He actually said it himself. A heater. I didn't yeah. want to use the term heater because I didn't know how he'd react to it, but yeah, you know, the heater. He's all about what he is. He knows what his role is. For sure. So anyway, he knows what everybody it. else's role is too. Sounds like that's for <laughs> he sure. He wants you to know it. Yeah. Now back hey, to you, James. <laughs> these guys suck. <laughs> you know. He held no punches. He legit said everything or you know nothing's off limits. Real shit. <laughs> Real shit. Yeah. yeah. Me. Good job, James. Nice one, James. Fred. This is a fun one. Man, I missed you guys. Oh, hey. uh, Hey, I got a question for the crew. I got a question for the crew. So, when I first watched. It's not on the outline. Sorry. (laughs) When I watched this Jeff Jarrett versus Diesel match, this was the first time I've ever watched it. This era is kind of, I'm kind of unfamiliar with it. I started watching Raw and like 96 when the network came out i started in 96 and started all the way up so i really didn't watch 95 at all like four months old before i was born but this match had real edge versus undertaker vibes to me did you get do you guys see that a little bit like just the whole time i was watching it i felt like 2008 9 edge versus undertaker no No? i think that was a better match um I, I, i would have to i mean it sounds like you did some real thinking uh, <laughs> I don't think he's comparing talents, but I'm just saying, like the How match. Is that shit you smoking? Um, I, I, I wasn't watching in this uh, that era, so, and I was watching Nitro in this era. What about that made you think that? I just the way that Edge was a worker in like 2007, eight felt like the Jeff Jarrett shitty heel, where he had uh like Chavo Guerrero and Vicky okay. around him the whole time, and the Edge heads. He had his best friend's uh, girl when he was injured. That type of stuff. I, I mean, I do think wrestling repeats itself oh, a yeah. lot. Well, that I, mean, I definitely, I see what you're saying now. I, I mean, I barely remember 08 now. I remember 95 more no 08, but. Um, well, just that era, like, Kane I mean, you had, had turned on the like Undertaker. Undertaker, you know, Taker was alone now. So, I don't know. It just, it, it felt similar. Sorry. How, back to the show. The, back to how you about guys. the Raw logo was blue? Yeah. Or SmackDown. That was and weird. they went, uh, they went, you know, like stylized because the wwf logo was a little sideways oh 
Stay You're a little tuned. crazy over here. Man, things are out. I've been drinking that morning. What if we put it at a 72 degree angle? Right? Because we're 72 is too far. 71 you know, is more like, accurate. Yeah. We're pre attitude. This is pre attitude. Getting there. Oh, yeah. This is right before the, the young motion. generation. I watched it on Daily Motion because I knew that they'd have the original and not the network. So shout out Daily during- Motion. Was this during the next generation or was it right yes, before that? It was right before oh, it was 95. Uh, era. Yeah, n- February 20th, 1995. Definitely new generation. Still not the attitude era. Yet. Yeah. Uh about a year away. Yeah. Terry's on the other channel, uh going against like Chamber of Horrors or whatever the fuck. Yeah, it wasn't quite there yeah. yet either. In, yeah. In the electric <laughs> chair or something yeah. like that. No NWO yet. No. We got the mommy over there, man. Fuck yes. I mean, a year later, the NWO is created, though. Honestly, yeah. that's crazy to think. Yeah, it's real quick after this. Yeah, like 14 months, give or take. Because <laughs> Diesel's on top of the world. He's champion going against Shawn Michaels. As they say, the worst champion ever, but that's bullshit. Uh, I, I got a Shawn Michaels take on that one, but I'll stop. I still like freaking I'll save I love Diesel. I love Shawn. I love uh, Kevin. I Nash, think Sid right? was the worst. Well, no, nah, hey, I mean, they always bring up Kevin Nash and monetary that he was the yeah. champion. Which he talks about all the you gotta time. Throw, gotta throw Sean in there, too, just saying. Yeah. I that garbage time for that Yeah. That's the new thing. I'm just going to say Jinder Mahal was champ. Jinder so. Mahal is awesome. Do not hinder Jinder. <laughs> can, we put, right. can we put him in the uh, waiting room for a little bit? That's a progressive podcast. Love Jinder. He was mo- he was big time over in India. Yeah, yeah, they have an Indian pay per view coming up. Six, have you seen the? Six, when's the last time you got two people uh, you know, behind you? Dan. You know what gender is? Gender versus the, Roman. And shit he's like the Jeff Jarrett of now. We're turning huh? him off, and he's like a Jeff Jarrett with being a a miserable heel that we all hate. Look at that! All right, all okay, it all comes around, Brad. Look at that! You because that's true. Because when he was champion, I was like, man, fuck this. <laughs> you know, that's single guy fuck from is this Canada. dude doing champion fuck this guy and Who then AJ beat him from internationally so we heard about it on the internet before we got to watch it where's the Bollywood boys that's where, where they been they've been around of honor. okay shout out yeah. I got to watch them at the AW show I went to yeah, we didn't right. ask you. We don't care. All right, James. You did. You asked where the Bollywood <laughs> boys are. Well, guess what's next on the outline? Oh, that's right. It's Adam's topic. So, Adam. What the hell? I... Yeah. That God forbid is that? anybody read it. Now you know how it feels. There's sometimes where I have to uh, go you back know, to me back. and uh, cool Frank Bruno are going to move next week. Uh, I'm going to go yeah, with the Ryan. Yeah, next week. Moving Frank. So next week I'm going to be moving with Frank, and we're leaving out June first for Seattle. We're stopping in Oklahoma City first night, Salt Lake City second Gross. night. We're staying Oklahoma with Michael Amend first night. Nice shout out, Michael. And then second night we'll be in Salt Lake City, Utah, which is another place I've never been. So I heard it's a big party time. <laughs> right. <laughs> Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Oh, sorry, wrong TV show. Hey, y'all should do a, like a, a live video of some bar because I hear they rage in fucking uh you know Utah. If I find one of the if I find some hoe churning butter, I'm moving there. You all may right. find one in that whole state. <laughs> you know. She can turn my butter all day, buddy. 
Dum 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 dum. That's a South Park reference. Um, as of today, my daughter finally has a vehicle. Hey. hey. She got a 2011 Ford Fusion. Transmission couldn't be fixed. I don't know. I I want to tell you what I did, but I don't want y'all to think bad of me. All right, go ahead. Hey, it's only on camera. Remember that. Yeah, no one, no one's listening. Yes, you don't listen. Yeah. But I got Literally, a question. No one Frank listens move. to us. So I think before be you get there, I got a question about the Frank move. Didn't he just move like three months ago? Like, can we just? It do was this? well over a year. Here we ago. go. <laughs> it was almost a you, year. You don't ago, remember yeah. Adam chiming in like? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was, uh, Adam from the U-Haul. Yeah. <laughs> that was, was going to be shit. Adam from the Charger. Still better uh, internet than you know. I'll leave it that way. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Leave that one where it's at. But um, no, he got a job offer in Seattle at like a uh, not a hotel chain, but it's like a. Are we putting the shit on blast like a, on the show? No, he, I mean it's something he'll talk about. He got a manager. It's like a managerial group or something. Um, just well, put opportunity for him. Yeah, he's Frank. an executive. Is that another executive that we've had on this show before? He's, uh, <laughs> um, let's just say he's gonna be all right. <laughs> no, I'm happy for and him. Then, I don't think he was really crazy about New Orleans, was he? No, God, no. He hates it. He hates New Orleans. I could, I got that impression. He never came out and said it on here, but I got that impression. Yeah, the because uh, he, he, I, he looks at like the it's, vibe it's a of New Orleans, town. like you know. it's a tourist town, and they can't even fix the speed bumps and stuff. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a nice place all the time. And, and, it's, and it stinks. It, it's, it's cool really to visit. I've always said, you know, granted, well, hey, the ones is a lovely city. And it's really cool to visit. Naked drunk guys throwing canes at you. It's cool to visit. And shout out to the people that live there. But I would assume, you know, like. More power to y'all if y'all live there. Yeah. yeah. But he got a better opportunity to go to Seattle. And they told him after about a year, year and a half, that if everything's going well, he could actually move back home to Rhode Island and do it remotely. Ah, see, that's the that's the long gun. That's the long yeah, game. Exactly. Yeah. You know it rains nine months of the year in Seattle. They have slugs like they have humongous slugs and you. stuff. I'm gonna uh, be there for three days. Yeah, it, it rains all the time. They have humongous slugs. Uh, you know, they they have an NBA. Oh, that's right. Oklahoma stole them. Yeah. Doesn't Brian Danson live there too? From so, I mean, Aberdeen, Washington. Yeah. Oh. How about that quick answer? Look at you, Brad. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I can't uh, remember. I uh, can't remember my, my bad. Sorry. team's name to save my life. It's on every week, but I can remember that. <laughs> so he he's excited about that, and um, like I said, they'll let him go back home a few, like about every other month or so to see his family. So. So. It's just a better company. He feels like yeah. he's going to get to work for, and, and nice. of course That's be the remote flight all the way back home. Well, congratulations, yeah. Frank. Yeah, for real. Frank's a great dude. Back. One of the homies. Shout out, Frank. You know, yeah, shout out, Frank. Super really. excited, man. I know he's he's excited. And we'll see you in less than a month, pal. We're going to see you in Alabama. Mm-hmm. Yep, we'll be Are the we? top guy weekend. He's, he's going to be there. I think yeah. he'll be. He's speaking him. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> He said Hell he's still yeah. planning on it. No, for real. I was under the impression he wasn't going. So, fuck yeah. He's still well, planning now, on going. Now I'm excited. Shout out, Frank. Shout out, Frank. The kiddo finally, she got her car. So, God almighty. That's been such a stress. Free at last. Trying, yeah. We've been oh, trying yeah, to man. share my truck that don't run half-assed half the time. <laughs> so, it... Uh, geez, it's just, hey... 
Please see that glow back in her face being happy? I mean, it, 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 it's worth it. Yes, it is. I'm there, buddy. Well, when I thought I fixed, well, when I thought I fixed the trailblazer, and I told her I was like, "Well, I think we got it done." In her excitement, well, then 24 hours later, it didn't fix it. So yeah. we went from she went from here back down here, but a little bit further down. And you're talking about a, a kick in the gut for a dad. Yeah, that was a couple of weeks ago, actually. Yeah, I'm, and yeah, that was on a that was on air. I remember. I was, uh, you uh, know. I've, I've been through it, Adam. My daughter had a, an old junker car at first that I had, and it's not. It's that's not the crazy thing. I drove it a year and a half, didn't have a second problem out of it. But Never. The thing is, when they start getting Never. older and start, so you know how it is. I mean, and she feels like, well, since she drove it, it happened to her. She felt like she was at fault. Yeah. Well, so, but now, and now she got a nicer <laughs> car. See, yeah, because I do remember those a couple weeks ago, and now, uh, hey. You know, uh, the update, da, 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 da. <laughs> you know, beep, 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 beep. however they do that shit. It got rougher for a while, man. You got a, got a several, I mean, it was bad the past month and a half. Uh, the trailblazer went out, that truck I bought, it was kind of not doing what I wanted it to do. And then my uncle let me borrow his truck. And somehow or another, when I was driving his truck, my daughter borrowed my stepdad's truck, like a 2018 Silverado. I looked down for a second to open my Dr. Pepper can and I took my uncle's truck back then to my stepdad's truck. Yeah. So cool. I did all that. Cool, and then sir. when my daughter was driving my mom's car, somehow another the windshield has a crack in it now. So, <laughs> so like a month, last month or two, it's a bit rough. So to her to get that car is just like a, it's like a morale boost. It really is. Yeah. Okay. Well, if, if it makes you feel any better, Beth has done the same thing in like less than a month with a bunch of different cars that you and your daughter did in like three months. So no, I don't make me feel mm. better. Sorry. She's, <laughs> she's always wrecking something, putting a scratch on it, putting a dent on it, you know, doing something. So was the last time you put a dent in something? Hey, oh, walk, walk, walk. It's the past couple of days have been good. So. Good hey. to hear, buddy. Good to hear. And then going to Seattle. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Five days off of work. Hey, that, there you go. Yes. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Five days off of work. Shit fire. I know I can't wait for Top Gun weekend. Uh, yeah. Days off work. Always a blessing. Yeah. Because we got Memorial Day weekend coming up. And then I work for two days and I'm off for another five. Yeah. Sounds got like. House, got the house to myself again. Anybody that moved in, they're gone. So well, that was fast. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. That sounds like one man's thoughts, Brad. <laughs> so, um, I don't have a whole lot this week. I don't have a whole lot this week. Um, I just wanted to thank everybody for putting up with me last week. Mike is up, dead right now. Because <laughs> he never uh, lands. But I ended up uh, while I was. We are the, the show, best show on the planet. We really are. Sorry, Brad. That's Go all right. Ahead. I just I ended up having COVID. It was. Uh, I mean, I know COVID's gone now, right? We don't have it anymore. But that's what Apparently was wrong with last week. So uh, I just want to thank everybody for putting up with me. I listened back. I sounded like shit. But in the meantime, for those who watched, he also looked like shit. But glad oh, you uh, you know have some color. I didn't see no difference. So I'm gonna go ahead and take <laughs> off my so background mean. for a minute and go ahead. You're in my room now. A lot of laundry, but I want to show you something that came in the mail. I'll recognize those closet doors. 
Who would have thought? Who would have thought that one day Brad Stanton would own a title belt? Old belt guy. It is the one. You're gonna own one. That's the one to own, brother. Talked yeah. about it there a couple weeks ago. Now look at it. Pristine. It. Absolutely, absolutely nowhere to put it. I don't know. If, if you want to bring Mr. Thomas back on, he'll tell you. There's no room in a Levittown house. Uh, we don't uh, have put basements. it around your waist where it belongs. Hey, um, um, have you broken well, in really yet? Have, have, you, have you and your oh, wife boy, broken Adam. in yet? Uh, we talked about it, but I, you know, the COVID. <laughs> <laughs> about They're it. the contract <laughs> signing state. Yeah. There'll be a contract signing next week. She's probably not used to having that much equipment down there around your waist, is she? Believe it or not, I have have my eye on a second belt. Won't be anytime soon. But um, with the new movie... He'll have to bend back, Adam. He can't have it on his waist because he'll have to bend back all the way, you know, so he can, you know... With the new movie... Thunder Thimble, baby! The Iron Claw coming out. It's taking him longer to get the belt around his waist. The the WCCW belt. I'm looking at that as well. So maybe nice. I am a belt Oh, a guy. Texas belt. Appreciate it, Brad. That's awesome, man. Good hey, man. I'm, I'm about the people. So anyway, that's all I had this week. Just wanted to show off my new hardware. It's my first one. Pretty happy with it. It's one of boy, Brad's hero. a belt guy. Shout out show to some of your software, belt, guy. belt guy, Brad. Adam's Devin, you got a belt? Liners. Uh, not a real, like, not oh, a real yeah, belt. So no. It's a yes or no question. <laughs> I'm, what the fuck, man? I have, have like, like a, 20 of those ones you can buy from Walmart for 20 bucks. So, oh, there, there's an age limit to buy belts, James. You know that. <coughs> there's a, I don't. There's a, I got to clear that with the future <laughs> misses first. <laughs> but no, 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 you're good. But hey, you're good. Can you'll I buy a belt? No, Devin. Yes, ma'am. Once, once audio of this gets around that you don't have a belt, Devin Dowling, uh, you know. I bet you probably get one. <laughs> Maybe. I was told I'd be getting a new Sammy figure. Oh, boy. Ah, that's a deep cut, too. Are y'all going back to the thrift store? You think there's a Mocha Traps one out there? <laughs> they hand them out at the door, Adam, when you walk in. Like, yep. here, take this. <laughs> take oh, this. Devin, if, you, if you were to be able to buy a belt, what belt would you buy? The Oval Intercontinental Championship. The Sammy Guevara nice. Championship. Oh, belt. yeah, never mind. They don't make those. Belt. The Shelton Benjamin Jeff Hardy Intercontinental Championship. I love that belt. Adam killed yeah. it right there. But yeah, that belt. That, that was that was my belt when I was a kid. Growing up. their own, man. Yeah, that, that's amazing. I, I love that one. That's one of my favorites. What? Yeah, that over IC belt. I, I don't the know what it is. strap. Fucking rectangle no, ones. The the one Every that's other one's a strap. strap. Yeah. The white strap no, was bad. That oval like belt looks like ass. Back. That undisputed uh, heavyweight belt that like Brock had looks like ass. Like, what did I start? All right, Mister Rick Flair. There you bro. go, Brad. <laughs> Sweet belt, bro. Hey, the Winged yeah. Eagle is the. Uh, we can get that the one in the Guevara big gold. AEW championship like one A one B. You know, I looked at both of them, James, and I looked at Big Gold. I I do love it, but, but you're so not a versions. WCW guy. But no, I am. But there's just so many versions of it with the names on it. I didn't yeah, know. Yeah. I didn't know. I was so confused of what to get. I knew what this was. This is what Hogan Queen Eagle made it. <laughs> this is what Hogan sometimes. sometimes. What about that bullshit? I mean, that- you know, Brad, don't you remember when Hulk Hogan? So Adam, I- you're right. Now that uh, now that Sammy Guevara is the AEW World Champion, <laughs> that's probably my favorite championship. Fuck we hey. Oh fuck me, back, running! You're next. Back to too. you, James. Well, I'm I'm trying my best to hold my mouth. Hey, uh, shout out to Devin for that Sammy Guevara comment. 
And uh, if you want to hear what, you know, delusional, uh, you know, youngsters are watching these days and believing in trashy ass wrestlers. Uh, well, I'm sorry. You know, that way you can clip this, Devin. Hey, if you want to know what the kids are watching these days and what, uh, you know, it's just like uh, pop culture and getting really relevant. Well, that's something you go to Devin's demographic for. So, Devin, keep jogging in place and take this one away, buddy. <laughs> First Me. off, I'm gonna say bless you, Mike. Second off, I touched on a little bit earlier for my topic. I was gonna talk about that earlier. This Sorry, weekend, bro. June 3rd and 4th, it's the NWA Crockett Cup 2023. Oh. You just did this. <laughs> <laughs> It was my demographic, and then Brad said, hey, you need a topic. <laughs> I thought I was terrible about, like, all this stuff. It's on the – oh, man. Freaking awesome. Fucking hey. read them all, Devin. What are you doing? <laughs> all right, here's – I got a better Devin's demographic right Thank now. You. Better Devin's demographic. Recently oh, oh, better than Premier Streaming Network. You can see the CZW 2023 Championship Tournament where we saw Rich Swan be crowned the new CZW World Heavyweight Champion. That's true. And, uh, you know, Alex Kane was in that. And you can see oh. him in the archives. And Josh Chernoff, you know, in the archives also. You know, Premier Streaming Network, the Kickout Crew, your show. Big fan of the Premier Streaming Network. And you hope that, we hope that you check them out that we do james yeah yeah so that's my demographic this week back to you jamers oh that again (laughs) all right man that's not gonna become a thing i'm not allowing it to become a thing it hits boy the power of edit it fucking shoots me like it's, it's like being it's stabbed in the fucking were you ever called that nobody's ever been not gamers we're not uh, it sounds like a name you'd find on a list that you don't want living James. near around you. No, it's not Jim. Jimbo. Jim, Jimmy you know, is fine. It's not none of that. It's James. J-A-M-E-S. Simple. Simple. Yeah. One of my Jimmer's best is... friends growing up, Robert, his younger brother was James. Name's James. James. We always called Jimmer's... him James. You call him Jamers? All the time. Golly. <laughs> not okay. The spirit of June is, number one, don't give a fuck if you sneeze. Don't care to say bless you. I don't get it. I don't get because here's the thing. I've been at work, people have sneezed, and I haven't said anything. And they're like, well, that's rude. What they what like I don't get it. I'm not throwing a sneeze down, so I gotta say like, hey, if 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 you know (laughs) other people of certain, you know, or congregations and all that stuff, if they want to talk to, you know, like, oh, you know, you know, by all means. But uh, what you just sneezed? Like when people cough, do they? Like, there you go, Brad. Oh my! Well, uh, you know, I don't, I don't get it. The blessing. There's thing. times when I cough, people think it's a sneeze and say, "Was that a cough or a sneeze?" And if it's a cough, they don't say shit. Thank you. So I'm getting that. I don't get the sneeze like thing. What else do you say, Devin? Man, you have me riled up. He's done. Thank God. I said Rich Swan's the new CZW champion. Jamers. That's it. That's it, buddy. Buddy is the thing that I. Hey, buddy. 
What's up, pal? Oh That's my buddy Jamers over here. Governor. Boy. All <laughs> right, Mike, can you fucking burn this mother down? <laughs> some, uh, you know, food. What you got on Mike's meat minute this week? Let's try this one. Okay. Randy's going to cancel me. He's going to. He might cancel me after this one, too. He'll cancel. But we're going to do a... He's canceled me. You know what I'm saying? No, son. Yeah. Well, so we're good. We're going to do a French garlic Philly cheesesteak bread. Yeah, baby. There it is. Old Levittown. Now we're talking. Levittown's old Mike Whitaker. What was that first word? Hey, you know that bar, Dabs? Yeah. The bar. The bar. No, there's another one that was named ridiculous shit, too. Hey, it's Mike's segment. What you need is fresh French garlic bread, which I don't know what the difference is between American garlic bread and French garlic bread, but hey. you need French garlic bread for this one. What has so, an accent, Mike? Jesus. Go to a caper. Oh, so one's got the gabagool. One, yes. you have to use some tongue. Yes. hey It's probably you a thing with some... capers or something. Yeah, because he never lands. <laughs> the gabagool. Exactly. You need some Philly steak meat. Or you can get like a London boil, slice it up real thin, do that. Flank steak, man. Get flank steak. Right? <laughs> then you need here here we go, Adam. Worcestershire sauce. Perfect. You landed, it, you landed that one. How'd you like that one? All right. Somebody's been practicing. What was that one thing you couldn't say earlier, but you fucking nailed that one? Worcestershire sauce. And if you look at no, you said somebody's name earlier, butchered it. Hey, uh, if you look in the archives, there's another recipe you have, and you you nail this word too. I, I think it's selective, Mike. I think you're playing us. It is. <laughs> lineage, <laughs> lineage is a fight. Coming. <laughs> Can I get back to my Mike's meat, man? Yeah, man. <laughs> Worcestershire. You're at yeah, Worcestershire. You know how They're happy Mike is now. now. Let him waiting finish. to know what I'm, what's next. They're waiting. You were at Worcestershire sauce. Okay, Worcestershire sauce. Was it horseradish? Yeah. Provolone cheese. You need a green bell pepper, white onion, some olive oil. Why is it gonna be a white onion? Well, I mean, because we're not doing that. The yellow, yellow onion is like sweeter. Okay, olive oil, garlic, and onion powder. What color onion powder? Uh. (laughs) That 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 was funny. Waka waka waka. I like that one. That was good. <laughs> and here's what then here's what you want to do. You're gonna marinate your meat in seasoning in the sauce. So marinate it up, let it sit for a couple hours. Oh grow in June. Slice your vegetables up nice and good so you can throw it on there. Cook your meat until it's done. You don't want it too raw, unless you like rare meat, you know that's all right. Then well, that's after that's cooked, you cook your vegetables until they get soft because you don't want crunchy vegetables on a Philly cheesesteak. This doesn't work that way. No, you don't want farm. You don't want farm vegetables. They hurt. No. Got to get that grease, that juicy juice. Yes, we have to have that. That sweet, that nasty, soft, that, that goose down better. Yep. And then you add, put your meat on there, reseason, and a little bit of sauce according to taste. How much you like it? Some Round like it two. extra saucy. Some like it just a little sauce. So do it to taste, and you want, while you're doing that, cook your bread for about five minutes. Just kind of get it warm and all that good stuff. Get it out there, throw your meat, your veggies on top of it, add the cheese, cover it, cook it for 45 minutes, uncovered, on boil, 
until the cheese is brown on top. Take it out. No, no. If you cook you say anything 45 on minutes? for 45 minutes, you're burning your house down. Four yeah. to five minutes, right? Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. I, I'm like, broil? <laughs> yes. And then until your cheese is brown on top, nice and melted and good to go, take it out. Yes, Adam. You said warm the bread or cook the bread? You said both. You warm, warm the bread a little bit. So you don't cook it, you just warm it. Yeah, you just throw it in there for about five minutes. You said cook the bread. Warm it up so it's nice and soft and everything else. You can work around it. That's true. It's easier to work around. Do we put butter on it or no? No. But you can get like hot sauce and stuff like that you can throw on there. Have you tried it with mayonnaise? Mayonnaise is another thing you can dip it in. It's not okay. Are you a miracle wheel? It's It's fresh. Ain't nothing like cooking mayonnaise. Or get you some of that ajuju sauce. Well, a miracle wheel. Aju. Okay. It's ajuju. It's Worcestershire, dude. You smash Worcestershire. And then this. I know it's a juju sauce. It's a juju. Oh, coming. That's what you said last week. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. Get some ajuju sauce, and that way you can dip it. Hell yeah. Eat it up. I don't know nobody named juju. It's like a French dip type thing. Yeah. Sounds delicious, really. French, that's why you got the French bread, the French dip. That's and you had a little bit of filling in there. Mm. Love it. You mixed up everything. What if you don't right. know nobody named Juju? You can't get none of his sauce. Juju Smith Schuster. Shout out. Adam's well, on a roll. He is on I a guess roll. You just do the, a juju no, not a roll bread. He said one of the bread, not rolls. <laughs> French bread. Warm it. I'll cook it. Waka waka. Like, you made me think of a question. Cannot be Italian bread. Has to be French. That's From racist. France. So in order to do that, you go to www.frenchbreadfromfrance.com or and www.racistbread.com. That website will not be posted at the bottom of the uh, podcast. What was your question, Doug? I'll tweet it. I'll tweet it. <laughs> tweet, tweet, tweet it. Worst All right, Mike, shower. you made me think of a question for everyone here. What All do right. you cook your steak at? If you're to order a steak at a restaurant or like cook rare. it at your home. Um, I, I tell them to slap it on the ass, cut it off, throw it on, and get it off. So you like um, rare blue? Red? blue red, I'm like a rare, as rare as you can serve it in a restaurant, give it to me. Not medium rare. 135 degrees, I think, is what the uh, thermometer thinks. I worked at yeah. like a bunch of restaurants. As, as rare as you, you do the food meat. thermometer, you know, or you can do the trick with your uh, your palm. Did you know you can do the trick with your palm? Sometimes I, oh yeah, Devin has no idea what I'm talking about. What is that? Oh, like uh, yeah, yeah. So this That's is another uh, podcast, buddy. This Sorry. is rare. This is medium rare. This is medium. This yeah, is like uh, medium well. Ask Mister your hand. Kind of, it's a stupid cook trick. Yeah, but I, I totally yeah. didn't. I mean, think you, you can touch it with the tongs. You can feel. You can feel where you're at. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, probably medium well or medium, I guess. Medium, medium rare. Same with bread. I'll say medium. That way, they have like a like Boom. a leeway. If it's a little, yeah, yeah. If they got, they got a bumper medium, zone. I'm good. If it's a little I mean, under listen, medium, I'm still okay. Different yeah. restaurants do it differently. Sometimes Adam's smart because they got a buffer zone. Rare. So, uh, so well, Brad, we don't eat at them pinky out places. 
But Adam does the buffer zone thing I mean, where yeah. if they fuck it up, it's still going to be good. You know? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, we don't do the whole like cut well, it up. And, like, send this back to the chef, please. Yeah, it sounds like me. What yeah, restaurant does. does the best steak? <laughs> Some All people right. on audio say that my impression right there sounds exactly like you and they can't tell us apart, right? <laughs> Texas Roadhouse, Adam. Fucking crazy. I like Texas uh, they're, Roadhouse. They're going to oh, be yeah, steak. Shout out to them biscuits. You know what I'm saying? Them rolls or whatever. Whatever. Outback. Outback has a good steak. Outback blows, and their freaking food takes forever to come out. That onion, though, bomb. Now the onion. Blooming onion. The onion. Yeah. The only thing worth a shit. And why are appetizers fucking twenty bucks? Yeah. Why are they the same as the meal? I know that hostess. I'm. Okay. So you said outback. What? Texas. Oh, you took her out back. Gave her. uh, You know. Gave her her own blooming onion. Hey. All of those choices seem good, but I would just prefer good old Mike's meat minute. That a boy, David. Me too. Thank I you. want it to last longer than a minute if I'm paying for steak. A minute. Boy, five. this was some saucy, uh, you know, seconds on this one. Saucy six hundred seconds. Hey, I didn't. Yeah, it's good. So, Mister Elkoi, Randy, how'd you like that one? Great. Oh. Oh, fuck you, Brad. <laughs> is that part of the recipe or no, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> right, oh, move on. Right. Is, it, is, that, is that for dessert? Is that dessert? The Brad thing? Is that dessert? Still coughing. Da, 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 da. So that's uh, the Mike's V minute, right? About five minutes. Yes, okay. sir. Hell yeah. Glad we interrupted the shit out of it. <laughs> you know, made it take a long time. Speaking of a long time, I guess, uh, you know, people are going to grow anticipatory and, you know, really, uh, like, yearning for more of the kickout crew. So what are we going to do next week? Go ahead, Mike. Well, next week we got something special going on. Um, I don't want to give too much details. Let's just say we're going a little Hollywood. That's not it. Well, that's Hollywood Hogan. He comes out strumming the bell like the biggest heel of all time. Let's just say it's a movie star experience. Well, that's not Because he never lands. Thank you, Adam. I thought it was a funny joke. Damn. I was giving you credit on it. This is a spoiler. You won't be able to watch uh, the next matches. Well, I don't know if they're on Peacock. I guess I don't (laughs) want to say that. It won't be on the WWE or wrestling portion. It will uh, not be a watch along. Yeah. Just say that. It won't be a watch along. And uh, it may be some blockbuster type of shit. Devin, do you know what blockbuster is? Oh, yeah. Have yeah, you movie been gallery. Movie gallery. We had movie gallery. <laughs> Hell yeah. We didn't have a blockbuster. I owe movie gallery like $23. What movie is it? I can't remember. I don't know. Uh, Deb being like, can y'all shut the fuck up? Is that, uh, is that yeah, Deb saying? Uh, Mike's one of the assholes that didn't really Is that Deb saying we're uh, desperately out of time? Oh man, no doubt. <laughs> I guarantee five bucks. Five bucks says Mike is one of the assholes that didn't rewind the tape when he brought it back. Yep. 
Exactly. Isn't that Jack Black movie uh, going to rewind the tape? <laughs> <laughs> we should talk extensively about that right now. <laughs> oh man but hey you know i don't think this show is going long you know thank god we just added topics but hey, if it does, before we, hey before you start talking i want to give a good shout out real quick because here tomorrow is graduation for everybody graduating in 2023 Last day of school. So I want to say congratulations to everybody out there that's graduating high school, college, whatever. What are the fucking graduating from? But c- congratulations to all the graduates. Be safe last week. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I like said that. tomorrow. Up, while we're recording. Like my kids are two weeks away still. So Yeah, yeah. while we're recording. So while we're recording, when this releases, it'll be somebody else's graduation. In June? When this drops, college, yeah, what do we do? Trimesters, <laughs> you know. You know what they're what they're graduating. I know tomorrow is ours. Next week is Brad's. So yeah, my cousin in like, Utah is graduating today in June. I know I'm not letting y'all record me. I'm driving home from graduation. So congratulations to all of the class of 2023. Fantastic, y'all did it. Do not become a podcaster because you, you are the time. future. That was oh, great. Shit. <laughs> right, awesome. Speaking you know, of the my, future, I just say my niece is graduating high school tomorrow. So what the fuck did you lead with that? Shout out Mike's niece. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not being on the phone with anybody it's until I get home. Unpredictable. <laughs> I mean, what? And my daughter graduated from kindergarten. Uh, hey, congratulations. Is this ever going to end? Congratulations. <laughs> you know, you Adam started- said it earlier, and it's the damn truth. What do you say? Speaking of- <laughs> who else? Who else in your family graduated, Mike? Jesus. Uh, well, my daughter graduated kindergarten. Mike's my uncle daughter graduated pre-K. My niece is graduating high school. My son, he's still going to be in middle school, so we're good. Brad's about to get, like, we're about to see, you know, uh, domestic disturbance. (laughs) (laughs) That's a joke. It's a joke. Jeez, Louise, it's a joke. But Uh, uh, but no, I'm just having fun. Hell yeah. Well, you know, uh, we've had a lot of fun on this episode. I want to thank Mr. Thomas for joining in. Cool shit. Hilarious guy. Had a great, uh, you know, part of the episode. Hope to see... uh, him and Alex Kane, you know, for the people, because July 8th is going to be a big day. Our very and own Brad's going to be there. You know that. And, uh, well, it, I don't know. So and catch him June 24th. Canceled, what, Devin? Sorry, and catch Mr. Thomas June 24th at Rad Pro Wrestling, teaming up with Max Smashmaster, the return of the Devastation Corporation. Yeah, well, he said. Yeah. And you can catch, uh, you know, that there. Who would have thought that I would be the one trying to wrap it up and not talking? Crazy. Well, I know I'm not Wait. the one that he's... Fucking A! Let's keep going. That is that Yes Man brand for all of your uh, fucking driving you crazy type of stuff. Uh, if everything's, uh, you know, a joke and, you know, uh, all that stuff, you can hit that and walk, walk, walk uh, with uh, Adam.
Adam underscore from underscore Bama. That is Adam from Bama. Adam underscore from underscore Bama for all of your walk walking these and all of your dad jokes. If uh, there's some rambling and, uh, you know, going on and crazy and people are uh, just paying attention to something, well, I bet there's a pop culture reference in there somewhere. And Devin would cover that in Devin's demographic. That is at Devin D19. At Devin D19 for Devin's demographic. And man, if you're cooking up something real fast, flaming hot, and you want it done in a Jeffy, uh, you know, jumping jack flash, well, that'd be something that Mike would cook on Mike's Meat Minute. So that is uh, at Whitaker1028 for Mike's Meat Minute. And uh, I am James L. Corey. And uh, you can follow us on Twitter at uh, Kickout Crew. That is at Kickout Crew. You can okay. watch us on YouTube because uh, the episodes are way funny on video than they are on audio. You can catch bonus clips. You can catch uh, interviews. You can catch all kinds of stuff on our YouTube channel. Devin Cuts Clips on our Instagram. That is at Kickout Crew Podcast, I believe. And uh, we have a TikTok. And... Uh, you know all that uh, fun stuff, Mike. What you got, man? What you got? Well, don't don't you have a couple of bonus things coming out or no. popping out? What you, what's your little bonus episode thing? Going he remembers on? somebody else graduating, James. Sorry. All right. No, he... I did an American Gladiators bonus episode, my yeah. friend Jesse, and now they announced that uh, Thirty for Thirty is doing you know doing an American Gladiators thing. So that's fun stuff. Who was your favorite American so, Gladiator? That's why he's doing a bonus episode. Who was your yeah, favorite? I did one? a bonus episode. My buddy Jesse watched American Gladiators. It's kind of on the screen. You can barely see it. You know. Who's your favorite? You know what I can barely see? Favorite a fucking one. light at the end of this tunnel because we are desperately out of time. Favorite American Gladiators. Brad, you got anything coming out? Nope, not yet. Are you sure? <laughs> about to yeah, I'm sure. I haven't recorded anything. Wall. Okay. <laughs> but hey, uh, you know. <laughs> when life gets you down and it seems like there's just too many voices in your head at one time, and you just need to sit back and relax and have fun and shut all of the exterior shit the hell up. Well, what better way than with your friends on your show? Because always remember, no matter what happens to you and no matter how down you may seem, it's never the end. You know why? Because every step forward or every step you take just so happens to be a step forward. Always keep striving ahead. And if you need, uh, you know, a little break or rest, relaxation, that's why we're here. Because you know why? It's your show. And when life gets you down, we always kick out it too. Because that's what we do on your show, The Kickout Crew. So I want to thank everybody. And uh, we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.